1: Tears of the Kingdom nonstop, and today we're going to be telling you about our first week deep, deep skydiving into the game and how we feel about everything.
0: Yes, we're going deeper than the chasm, deep below, miles <laughs> below Hyrule. Yes. I can't believe we're even doing an episode this week. Uh, I had to I tear, know. We tear, tear ourselves, ourselves away. away goodness, you guys are
1: lucky. Um, I was just thinking about this, and we talked about it a little bit over the weekend in our five surprises, no spoilers video where this is really the first big Nintendo game that we're experience, experiencing like really fresh because we left Nintendo and we've never really had this kind of experience before. So it feels significant. You know what I mean? Like it feels different.
0: Pokemon says, excuse me.
1: Pokemon but, wasn't that great. But yes, you're right.
0: Uh, this <laughs> no offense,
1: Pokemon. Is, this
0: game is... A chapter closing for us because this was the final game that we were involved in. Yeah, that has now been released. Right. So everything from here on is is uncharted territory right. for us.
1: Right, and more importantly, you know, when you work at Nintendo, you don't get to have this experience. You give you give up this experience to work at the company because no matter what you do you can't avoid doing your job and you know having to do things like rollout schedules where you then you know all the story details or being involved in all sorts of stuff pre-launch and and so you really do not get to have this element of true discovery and surprise and it actually feels pretty amazing to be able to experience it for a game that we both like, love so much and, and have been anticipating so much. So to share that experience with all of you guys, it's been really, really fun, and... Uh Can't wait to go deep on on this game today.
0: So, yeah, we have an extended conversation about that coming up. We've actually sort of reshuffled some of the normal (laughs) uh, segments that we have to make space for it. Yes. But uh, we're also going to talk about is this game meeting our expectations? Yeah. Our expectations are obviously super duper high.
1: Yeah, I mean, this Breath of the Wild is your favorite game of all time. Yeah. we've talked...
0: It should be yours. I don't know why it isn't.
1: (laughs) Um, It's not. But uh, we've talked so much leading up to this about whether or not this game is going to meet that like lightning in a bottle high bar. So yeah, that's, I mean, week one, we're still getting into it, but week one isn't meeting our expectations. We're gonna talk about that. Right. It's exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of our wonderful community that we get to share this experience with, everything that you see here on this channel is made possible by our wonderful Patreon family. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for supporting us. For keeping all of this going we had a great stream i went a launch day stream, oh my and so much so many of our our wonderful patreon uh subscribers were, were hanging out, out with us on stream and those are the moments that i i really love the most about doing this is getting to have that kind of relationship with our community so if you want to join us we are at patreon.com kit and krista
0: And there are exciting things happening at Patreon that are new. If you have never done Patreon before, if you're curious about it, if you maybe have been a little bit scared to jump in, there's two things happening that make it super easy to do. Uh, they now have a completely free tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't get you all of the all of the amazing perks that you get at the paid tier, but it will get your foot in the door, help yes. you understand what it's like. What the, what you know? Just uh, what is it like to be a part of a Patreon community? Yeah, that's a great way to check that out. We have a lot of great people who have joined at that free tier who mm-hmm. are uh, experiencing that for themselves. And you also, still, you
1: still get some stuff. Like you have yes. been doing lots of. P- Patreon community only posts And the free tier gets that I wrote a
0: heartfelt letter You did When we had the 10 year Nintendo Minute you anniversary You did I
1: really really yeah. liked that A lot And then you've um, Shared some updates About our Zelda week That we did mm-hmm. last week Also you can vote In our polls. You do get to vote
0: In these polls That we do for every very Podcast Which very And we,
1: we do shout out The polls Right um, which is great but yeah great way to get in and then if you want to jump in a little bit more like dip your toe in, wade into the waters of patreon we do have a two dollar tier which is very very easy to jump into to get you discord access um and then from there there are tons of other tiers to choose from with all sorts of awesome exclusive perks and uh yeah we we love our community and we spend a lot of time with them every week
0: also, a free trial, I will say. Oh, yes. Again, if you're very curious uh, or haven't done Patreon before, it's a great way to get in and, and check it out and over to you.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, we are also still, you know, we have a goal to go to Japan. We are still working hard towards that. And we had a great stream, like I said, where a lot of people donated to our Japan fund through a super chat and super thanks, which you can do right there on YouTube. So if you'd like to contribute to our Japan fund, we'd much appreciate it. Um, it's the only way we can get to Japan because it's very expensive to do that. But we are if we do get there, we get to make a lot of really cool content. So if you want to do that, we have the wonderful... I've been asked during the stream to, to put an update. Every,
0: every week we have the update. It's right here.
1: On the, uh, on the old thermometer. The thermometer
0: is going up. The thermometer. The, the
1: thermometer, yeah, as you like to call it, it is. is going up. Um, I've been asked to to continue to do that, (laughs) so here you go. Um, But thank you so much to everyone who's donated to the Japan Fund already. We love you guys. It's very very much appreciated.
0: We have had a busy week on the channel. Zelda week has concluded. We have closed uh, the book on that. I don't even remember. 10 videos, 12 videos, I don't know. It was was, a lot of videos. It was a lot, it was
1: so fun. I
0: can't list them all, but it was a very successful week. Uh, It seemed like you all enjoyed it, so thank you for being a part of that. But if you need to catch up, they're all there. Again, there's a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. so please have a look. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking ahead, though, we have a very fun week. We have some Zelda coming up, too, but um, finally, the vlog that we've been talking about game snacks from a Japanese supermarket.
1: Oh my gosh, we've been wanting to do this video for a really long time, where we go to some Japanese grocery stores in our neighborhood, and we try to find game-themed, like video game-themed snacks, Mm -hmm. and then we do a taste test. You know we like food here on this channel. Um, So we did that, and we vlogged it, and we got some very interesting stuff. Some things happened in this video that I never thought I would be doing.
0: You sent me a text message that I believe said eating out of the toilet was a mistake. Yes. Which I could have told you that. Yes. I think most people I could have I actually said drinking
1: out of the toilet is a mistake.
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, whatever you want to do. Uh, if you'd like to know why she said that, watch the video.
1: Yeah. There was some very unexpected twists and turns
0: that <laughs> happened
1: in the gaming snacks video that was not anticipated, but it was very, very fun. I think I never laugh so hard in a grocery store. So, anyways, go watch the video. It is fantastic.
0: Uh, we have an unboxing of the Cuphead, incredible limited edition, which has, like, a Cuphead marionette. Thank you, I am 8 bit and Steve yeah. Lohenhardt for sending that to us. Wow. So
1: amazing. From, like, the the marionette, like, masters in Prague, which I've been to, that marionette theater. I don't know why you've Pro-
0: been there, but okay.
1: I was in Prague, and I, that was, like, the thing to do. Anyways, um, it, it's incredible. Like, everything that they do that they send us is so like high quality and unique, yeah. and it just we really appreciate it. It's really great.
0: We have a review of a great new book that I read uh, called Game Master mm-hmm. by uh, Howard Phillips, who Love Howard. Had spent incredible ten years at Nintendo in the eighties. Really was a part of this defining moment for the company. Where he wrote a book, which um, we've reviewed. The book is incredible. I won't, I won't, you know, spoil what I liked about it. Yeah, but. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this still. I know. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, like the people in the circles that I would expect to be talking about this book kind of aren't. Yeah. So I want to get the word out there because this is an amazing book. It's an
1: amazing book filled with a lot of, you know, really interesting pieces of history about Nintendo. Things that I didn't even know about. Things I've heard whispered in the Nintendo halls from it's people true. that used to work with yeah. Howard. The hallowed halls. hmm of the uh, old guard, as we call it. There's a, some people there that have very long tenures um, that are in Howard's book that we've we've talked to when we were at Nintendo. There's some interesting...
0: Some stories about people in the 80s going over to a corner to do some naughty business. We heard about that.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the love nest, if you want to know about there's that.
0: There's a Howard and Nestor-style cartoon about this.
1: Oh, yeah. What? They're not holding back. <laughs> there's some interesting similarities between us our career at Nintendo and Howard's, even though they are many, 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 many years apart, it's very, it's all bizarre to yeah. sort of read the book and just kind of think, wow, this company has not changed <laughs> in that many years. Um, but anyways, it's so interesting and hopefully you guys like the video and, and definitely if you're a Nintendo fan and want to know about Nintendo's history, this is the book for you. Pick it up. It's really good.
0: Yeah, and uh, we would love to have... Howard on the podcast yes. as a guest. So yeah. I'm just putting that out. I'm putting the good vibes. Just I'm manifest. speaking it into existence Man-fest. right now. Howard, contact us, please.
1: Yes. Howard. That would be is, amazing to speak this to This is him. me trying to reach you through my mind.
0: One of those people from Nintendo's history that we never had any contact with. We
1: never had any contact years. or crossover with. Yeah. But I think we would have such interesting perspectives with each other. Because yeah. again, there's strange similarities between us and Howard. Mm-hmm. And I think I would love to talk to him about that and, and see what he thinks. So yeah. anyways, one day, hopefully.
0: <laughs> uh, back to Zelda, we are doing Tears of the Kingdom, bingo, a bingo challenge. Bingo! We, were, we have we have brainstormed like so many ideas for videos now that the game is yeah. out, that yeah. we can do it. Like gosh, we could be doing these for weeks, months, I don't know. Yeah. And we had to pick one to start with though. We do, yeah. And, like we're um,
1: limited based on how many hours we've played.
0: Right, right. There's some stuff we need to get a little bit deeper into yeah. to, to do justice exactly, to. to the idea. But bingo is a classic one for us.
1: Yes, we like bingo.
0: Always fun. We're always not 80
1: years old, but we like bingo.
0: Always delivers. <laughs> so we're doing um, Tears of the Kingdom bingo. We're going to see yes. uh, who does we're better. We're bringing
1: back the challenge board, people. This is my chance to pull ahead. Dig
0: out of your hole. I'm going to put it right I actually here. don't even remember where, where we are. We're
1: very, very, we have not done a challenge. Do you have video. that? Do you
0: know what, where, where the standings are?
1: Uh, I you don't it, know at all. look it up. No, it's don't really do quick, that. okay. No.
0: Uh, the drama's high, though.
1: The drama is very high. We've been asked by our community to bring it back. And this could be the year of the Christopians. Mm, this could be our year, guys.
0: Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, you know what isn't your favorite, though? It's your birthday. Literally today. The day Thursday, the day this episode comes out to the public, it is your birthday.
1: It is my birthday. Wow. I'm so happy
0: for you. Oh, good. And (laughs) to celebrate it. I have a lot of gifts for you.
1: Oh boy, gifts. Everyone likes that. We
0: have a video where you're opening all your gifts. Better be
1: a steam deck. No, just kidding. <gasps> uh-huh.
0: I'm feeling just some. kidding. I'm expecting to get roasted in the comments of this uh. video. Like, oh, she got you a steam deck and you only got blah, blah, blah blah, 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 blah. The steam deck can't
1: even be held what in my I do? baby hands. What can I do? What can I do? I don't, I don't,
0: I don't know what I can do. Um,
1: you better have gotten me a real life
0: Pora I bought you a, a pony or something. I don't know. Oh, I want a pony. Is it a Pona? <laughs> yes, I got you real life a Pona. Oh,
1: what?
0: The, the, birthday, the birthday escalation is aggressively <laughs> happening, okay?
1: You're going to get a real life flying machine next?
0: <laughs> I'm going to push gonna, you off the roof. You're going to yeah. have a
1: fan that you need to like glue to the... <laughs> I'm going to buy you a fan.
0: <laughs> I went to Target. <laughs> Here's I, a, got a, I got a large Tupperware container and a, and a ceiling fan.
1: And we're going to put you in there
0: and see what happens. <laughs>
1: you're the Korok. Oops. And we're just going to put... Oof.
0: We're just going to push you off the The things people are doing to Koroks, I don't appreciate it, okay? Okay, I'm going to say that. I had,
1: a, I had a tweet out that was like, why is our, as a collective humanity, our first expression of creativity to to just torture Koroks and to make giant thing, body parts. <laughs> appendages. Appendages. Shooting fire. That shoot fire and other things that are, I think I, I must have. I had a dream about this last night. that happens
0: I, to you in real life, you should, should see a doctor. I
1: think I saw too many, like, statues with appendages uh-huh. that I, like, had a bad dream about it last but night. But
0: leave the Koroks alone, okay?
1: They're innocent creatures. Yeah. They're annoying, but they shouldn't be tortured.
0: Leave Britney alone. Leave the Koroks alone. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> the Koroks crucifixion tour with the That's with what the I'm talking ride. about.
0: I don't appreciate that. <laughs> what is the deal?
1: I, I definitely yeeted one accidentally. But not yeah. like because I was purposely trying to tort like you strap were. A, strap you were being a mean. To this poor. You were
0: being mean to it.
1: European road trip. What? They're they, they're wearing like they, oh, the they like we're on. <laughs> they're like, taking send, a gap year. They're taking a gap year. Yeah, they're taking a core yeah. gap year. They they might be freeloading well, at a hostel. They come from
0: privileged families, so they're taking a gap year. You that, know? This
1: is why they're annoying. Yeah. Deserve to be yeeted a little bit. But anyway,
0: <laughs> it's like the pickpockets in the town square. You deserved it. <laughs> You're in Rome. Learn some life lessons the hard way. (laughs) Yeeted.
1: (laughs) Rocket yeeted.
0: Oh, boy. From Korox to uh, better things. This episode is sponsored by Care Of. Thank you, Care Of. We love Care Of.
1: Thank you, Care Of, for sponsoring this episode.
0: Care/of is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. We use it, we love it.
1: We use it, we love it. We are big fans of an in-depth online quiz that helps you determine your life. <laughs> we're okay, su- we're suckers. We're for such that. suckers. Yeah. And you know what? The reason why we're suckers first because it actually works. This one is really good, though. They, it's, a, they, it's a good quiz. They really like go deep into you know your current you know, eating habits, lifestyle habits, and from there they. Kind of put together a personalized vitamin supplement package for you.
0: I retook that quiz this weekend because yeah. I need I needed to update it. Yeah, and it, it only takes like five minutes or, or so, but it does feel extremely in depth. By the end of yeah. it, like you you know me, you know exactly what <laughs> I <laughs>
1: you know me, yeah. you know my guts, <laughs> um, you know
0: my shortcomings.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, like I think it was really nice that to retake that quiz, and you can do it periodically. Because before, you were taking the quiz for, like, you, you were taking your vitamins for, like, immunity because it was, like, cold and flu yeah, season. It was
0: winter. Yeah, winter. Now
1: it's more, I'm taking it more for, like, energy because oh. we're, like, getting outdoors more. Yeah, summer for, fun. There's, like, some, okay. you know, some summer, summer vibes coming oh. up. But they, they come, the, the vitamins and supplements come to you in these, like, cute little packets with yes. your name on it. It's like care of Krista. It's so. It keeps you
0: very motivated to take it every day. Yeah, and it's like a
1: little, like a little slot. You just take it out, and it's ready for you. It it comes out, and Mm -hmm. it's like just. Very conveniently packaged for you, which Absolutely. I really love. Yeah, right. It's awesome.
0: So, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KIT and Krista50. I repeat for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code KIT and 50
1: We're going to put the link in the description box below, and it's also right here as usual.
0: Yeah. So we said we adjusted the sort of flow of this episode to make room for the big Tears of the Kingdom conversation. So guess what? We We're have, getting
1: it right now. We have
0: neither a story time nor, nor. a never a minute segment because we want to go straight to this. We want to make this the focus. So let's get into what we are playing. We actually have a few things beyond Tears of the Kingdom, but that you'll get to that in like an hour.
1: That'll just be, that'll be, yeah, that'll be a real, real quickie. But yeah, let's, yeah. let's get into this let's, big discussion. I'm like this. itching. I've been thinking about this discussion like all weekend as i've been playing right so. right
0: so where do you want to begin with this just well, let's
1: just go in the order of all right yeah we, we have a number of things here, here. so yeah.
0: so we'll sort of go through our experience of this uh over the, the last week and we should say we're recording this on monday so yeah. at this point we have played through the weekend
1: mm-hmm. i've played a lot
0: i actually don't know what my hour count is but generally generally like what have you accomplished done in this game
1: yeah i i haven't slept, eaten, or done any sort of adult, oh. like, uh, responsible activities. I've literally just been playing this game. So, I feel a little foggy. You were making fun of me this morning because you were like, why are you so out of it today? Oh. I think this game has, like, zapped all of my brain power. So, now I'm just dumb in other parts of my life, which is <laughs> great. Um, but, I, so, I, my point is that I think I accomplished quite a bit. Like, okay. I have obviously finished... All of the initial, you know, Great Sky Island stuff. I have, I, I've done, I'm, I'm I've You, done, did, the, I've you done, did the
0: tutorial, congratulations.
1: I've done the three layers. I've, I'm, I'm in Hyrule. I've explored quite a bit of Hyrule. Mm-hmm. I've gone underground and have ex- explored parts yeah. of the, those chasms. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I've gotten, my my goals are right now twofold. One is to sort of, unlock the map and mm. get a lot of those towers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also want to just make Link a little less squishy. He's <laughs> yeah. very yeah. weak right now. So I really need to prioritize, like, getting some more hearts, getting some more stamina, getting better armor. Mm-hmm. So I'm really doing sort of that, like, prep work. Okay. Um, I, I have unlocked the story to the point where, you know, it's, it's definitely a bit more... Um, Free to explore.
0: You choose one of the four regions yes. to go to. Yeah. And I, have you been to one of those regions? I have. Okay. I, I've
1: been to pretty much all four of those regions. Oh. Just to take a look see.
0: But have you actually gone to those like those spots where the, the flashing thing on the map?
1: Um, I yes. Oh. But um let's not spoil anything here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this <laughs> this conversation will have no spoilers. So that's I, I wanna be careful because I don't want people to be mad at me because they're always mad at me um but yes yes so I'm doing a lot of prep work before I get into those four regions and yeah. like the deeper into those stories right. because again link is real weak right now and kind of sucks so yeah I need like better weapons all that stuff so yeah yeah I'm doing good I'm, I'm doing I'm doing I feel like I'm accomplishing my goals
0: right now I don't have a big objective I the game is so big I'm still sort of feeling that out. Yeah. And I'm just kind of aimlessly roaming around, honestly. Okay. So I have That's been fine. I have been to one of the four spots on the map just because I wanted to see it in time for this conversation today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't actually been in the dungeon yeah. yet. But I started to take some of the very initial steps of what you do at that location to, right. to get to a dungeon.
1: Exactly. So I could yeah. experience that. There, there is some characters that you meet, and, and there's story stuff there right. that you have to prep for. Right. So.
0: But I, like you, have been activating some of those towers. Um, I agree about Link you know, being really weak, so I, I do need to do that. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not prioritizing much stamina, though, because it's like, uh, I think with what I have now, I'm okay. I just need to get these hearts up. Is the heart, the, is the big thing. I'm
1: definitely mm-hmm. more uh, leaning a bit more towards hearts. I would, I would say I'm like, I turn in those orb things mm-hmm. like two times for health to one time for stamina. Oh,
0: actually, I haven't even done any stamina upgrades yet.
1: Okay, I just did one. I did two. I, I got was able to do like two heart upgrades. I think I can do one more right now, um, which I'm gonna probably do another heart upgrade. right. And then, um, I've done I just gotten like one extra like little pip right in this in that second ring of stamina right. i do like the stamina a little, a bit because there's so much um going up to the sky like diving gliding mm-hmm. and if you really do need stamina yeah. to yeah. get to those to get further yeah. places and i find myself um link dying a lot because i'm what? not good at my stamina gauge and he just like Oh, no. Nose dives into the mountain and then crashes and dies in a horrific horrific way. Yeah, that's happened to me multiple times.
0: You can toggle off the glider, I know, know? I
1: know. But I'm just like, I I can make it. And then I'm like, absolutely cannot make it. And then he just totally dies. You're a monster. And I still feel bad for him. I I really abuse him he's he's kind of sad well maybe
0: there is a method to it but it it feels aimless for me because it's like I'll find a tower and then you get shot into the air Mm -hmm. and then that will usually open up some new sky stuff not all of it because again I I lack the ability to get to some of the like really high up stuff or the stuff that's further away but then I'll explore those right? and then that will visually give me some new thing to see as I'm falling down exactly
1: that I want to go to you can probably find some shrines right? mark them with your markers right. or, or just know where they are. So
0: it's a very slow and haphazard way of going around, but I think it's fine. Like oh, I, yeah. I I don't want to be like crazy regimented about I'm, what I'm doing I'm not in this either. game. Yeah. Although I will say like I've I've been seeing people like we have this in our Discord too of people who are like, "Oh, I've you know played like 50 hours already." I was like, "You do kind of feel like, "Oh no, I'm I'm falling behind." Oh, but oh, I think I, that's I a trap to avoid yeah. with this game because it it's it's so much about your own pace and I was gonna and your say, own goals. Yeah,
1: your own pace is like so important to preserve. Right. Don't let people on the internet like bully you into rushing. Or you Bully me. It, I, me. I'm not bullying you. You've do, done more than I have. It's gonna happen. Like. It's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's also great that there hasn't been a lot of like. Uh, like, big, like, story things on the internet, which is great. Like, more so people are just experimenting with the right, abilities right. and, and making stupid things, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'm happy to look at versus it being like, I just did, like, you know, I just completed the main quest and here's the ending or whatever. Right, right. So I'm re- I really appreciate that. It feels better that people are more focused on sort of all of their different, like, experiments than it than completing the game, yeah, which I think yeah. is great. Yeah. But
0: there are a lot of things that I thought I would be doing right away that I wanted to do right away and experience right away that I haven't done even yet. So, like, I said I wanted to go back to the Great Plateau.
1: I got there accidentally last night. And
0: I actually haven't been there... I haven't even gone in that direction, period.
1: Yeah. I don't... I have so, bats in the direction. I don't even know where that was on the map. And I uh, unlocked a tower. And was when I was gliding down, I was just, like, kind of doing a 360... You fell
0: at terminal velocity into the <laughs> Shrine of I know. Resurrection. I
1: nosedive, <laughs> crashed into the... And then... Yeah, exactly. But, um... Yeah, I ended up there accidentally and was like, oh my gosh, this is the Great Plateau. I was like, I had a, a nice, pleasant mm. surprise.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so I kind of like discovering it that way. Like, you know, we, we were talking about, oh, it'd be fun to go back to some of those places that we loved in Breath of the Wild and see what they look like now. I, I'm not making it sort of a mission to, to seek those out, right. but I think just, you know, in my normal exploration of this game... Um, having those sort of come up as surprises has been like really fun because yeah. you do, you do kind of, uh, you know, have like this moment of discovery, like, oh, this looks familiar. Oh, yeah, this is where this happened or mm-hmm. whatever. So that's been kind of neat just to not have it be like a goal, but just something that yeah, happens.
0: Yeah. I do think I'm going to wait quite a bit until I do any of those big dungeons just because. Oh, yeah.
1: You can't do I, it. What do you mean? Well, we're too weak. How are you going to be I know, the boss? I no, know, I, know, I know. Yeah.
0: But I, I might I might wait and just do those like back to back to back to back <clears throat> once oh, I've really like do done stuff in the map. Because I don't I don't know, like again, like I don't love traditional Zelda dungeons, so it's not something I'm super looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And I would rather prioritize mm, hard, other though. things. So it's like, well, when I feel I'm ready to progress the story, I'll just like yeah. Buckle down and do it.
1: I'm keeping that as like the ultimate reward oh. for my hard work. Like <laughs> I love traditional Zelda dungeons and that experience of going through a dungeon and then fighting a boss and then unlocking the story is very um it's satisfying, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like I mean that's like the carrot that's dangling. Like yeah. oh like once I get more hearts and more armor and link feels stronger and I like unlock different things, like I'll reward myself with the dungeon.
0: Yeah. Although I don't know, I mean it's from people who have done those, there seem to be some mixed reactions yeah. from the community of like, oh, is this all the way back to being a I traditional heard that it Zelda was not dungeon? Not quite
1: as much as, so. yeah, we'll see.
0: I, I did not mind the, the Divine Beast, so maybe I'm making too much out of it.
1: Yeah, I like the Divine Beast as well. Yeah, that was really fun.
0: Um, boy, this conversation is also meandering. So so let's talk about just how the game opens. Yeah. Because I think that made a big impression on, on both of us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, no, no spoilers if you haven't seen this yet. But I was just really surprised by the way that this game opened. Because Zelda games usually have a pretty formulaic opening. Um, and I think one thing that was really interesting is that while we were, you know, kind of watching those very limited trailers, especially that last trailer, we were like, oh, it feels more cinematic. Like, there's more voice acting. There seems to be more focus on yeah. it being... But you
0: can fake that in a trailer, sort of.
1: You can definitely fake that in a trailer. And... um like put together, like like that twenty seventeen trailer. Yeah, if you was just sort take take
0: every like cinematic moment yeah, you have and take string the them memories,
1: together, string them together. Wow! And then you're like, wow, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it was awesome, but it wasn't like as cinematic as those tra- trailers made it yeah. to be. So we were curious, I think, both of us, like yeah. how how much of that will remain the focus actually in the game. Mm-hmm. I thought that opening was so well done, and like it just felt very fresh and just unlike any Zelda game that I've ever played. Like it just felt like, oh we are in we're on a new level now. Like we have leveled up to this is what Zelda is now. Yeah. And it it was amazing.
0: Yeah, I said that in the video that we did over the weekend that outside of Xenoblade I can't think of another Nintendo game that went that that cinematic route. Yeah. So it is a a big, big step for them forward to say, like, all right, we perfected the gameplay side of this, and now let's sort of delve into this more cinematic storytelling. Just felt felt very confident, and again, the way that it alternated between interactive stuff of you, you know, playing as Link and then sort of cutting away to parts where you didn't have control and things Mm -hmm. were happening. Yeah. Um, That
1: seemed very, like, sort of God (coughs) of War, like that kind of modern. Yeah. Modern slow walking, the down the staircase. <laughs> the modern narrative-driven, yeah, like yeah. almost like Last of Us movie. The the games that turn into HBO shows. Right. That's what that walking simulators. <laughs> <felt like. laughs>
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want like a lot of the game to be that, but as an opening, it was very effective.
1: As an opening it was very effective, and it gave you that story dump that mm-hmm. you needed. But you, you. I saw that you tweeted about this um, earlier. This or like maybe like, a, a, like yesterday or something <laughs> like that. But like that opening where it was just like text on the screen
0: the smallest font Tiny you could imagine could font. you could you read it were you squinting
1: i was i was playing on my like, giant projector huh? so i could read it i was sitting like this <laughs> on stuff. um like that's classy that's confidence you know when you have like the tiniest font on a black screen yeah. and your first immediate text is nintendo presents like dang yeah that's like we let them cook and they cook. Like, they yeah, they you did don't, it. You don't like, usually
0: see that. Nintendo no, it's, presents.
1: It's so like, it's like not humble, which is what, it's not right. Nintendo.
0: Right. Nintendo but it reminded like, me of the Mario movie.
1: I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like they, they are very much, um, they're, I mean, it just feels very confident. I, I don't know how else to say it, but like, you know, when we were at Nintendo, it was so frowned upon <laughs> to like show off or to like you know be that kind of company where you're like we know we know we're the best and so we're going to you know really like put that out there. I don't I don't think they were doing that honestly, but it just it felt so much more like show off than ever for Nintendo and I was just like oh Nintendo presents. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm getting stunted on right now
1: <laughs> yeah it's crazy like it just if it, it just a different vibe you know it really is it doesn't feel like they were sort of nervous about this at anything at all they were just like we know we have a hit this is game of the year you're you're gonna get you're gonna get so sucked into this we are super confident that every single person that plays this game is gonna give it a 10 like it just—that's what it, that was at the opening. That—that's what it felt like yeah. to me. Now it's
0: I want to go, go back to something you said. That is, I know you usually play Switch games mostly handheld mode. So you were on the TV for this I, to, I, to explain what, what's what's going on with you here.
1: I played the opening and the open <laughs> opening sequence that first night. The game came out. I played that whole stretch on the TV mode because I wanted to see the cinematic opening, yeah. or I wanted to see the opening, hope, hoping that it was cinematic. On my big screen, which is how I usually play a lot of like those types of games. Um, when I play for that like narrative, I I usually play on my big screen. But since then, I have gone all handheld. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Now that I'm just like meandering around and exploring, mm. I'm back in my bed, like with <laughs> my switch.
0: <laughs> I actually haven't played the game in handheld yet at all.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I need to try it.
1: No. It's great. I have no complaints. I know people were like, it's not, it's not very, it's like laggy, blah, blah. I'm like, I I don't Eh, think it is. I'm sure it's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, So after the opening, you end up in the Great Sky Island, which is this big, big, big tutorial Mm -hmm. area.
1: Yeah. It is the new Great Plateau. That surprised me.
0: I, I didn't think the game would have such a big starting area. I thought they would be much more quick to just turn you loose.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was very guided. It was very much like you have to do these tasks here before you can leave, kind of
0: thing. I like that about it because these games, these two games now are known for just, oh, do whatever and like the game is made for you to figure it out your way. But in this case, it's like Link has Link has nothing
1: and yeah. and
0: it's like, look, we can design like a great piece of of game that is the complete opposite of what you're doing in the rest of it. Where it's yeah. like, you have to do the things we are we want you to do. And
1: it's a great way for you to get familiar with Link's new abilities, um, which are a bit challenging to master. And I think they knew that. Um, so giving you this very guided, almost like, I, I, I hate to call it a tutorial, because I feel like tutorial has a negative connotation that it's like boring and Skyward slow. sword. Somebody storm. just when talking and just chit-chats to you nonstop. You're just yeah. hammering text. Right. They don't do that. I mean, there's some text obviously and there's some talking, but it's like they do let you learn but in a very like obvious way. Like here are the materials you need to use in this particular mm-hmm. instance. Mm-hmm. And I was also kind of surprised that right in the beginning they're like here's some shrines that you need to do like right now. I was like, "Oh, shrines. Okay, okay." I, I well, know the, about great, that. the
0: great too had, had some of those and it was like, oh, cry on a shrine. It was like hey, yeah. this, this is this is your test for do you know how to use this
1: Right, 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 that's true. that's true. but I, I think I was just like, oh okay, I'm like I'm in, I'm back in. okay, back to the shrines okay, I get it yeah you know like it was it was very um, it was very guided, you know, yeah, in the way that it kind of brings you through that experience right
0: but I can't I, it, I can't remember how long my first play in in Breath of the wild, on the plateau was.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I didn't want to leave. But I felt like, like this. this this
0: this might be longer than I spent on the yeah. plateau before I jumped off.
1: Yeah, the plateau was great because you were doing kind of a similar thing where you were like learning the ropes, but because it was connected to the rest of Hyrule in a very obvious way, like it didn't feel like it was like this separate thing. Yeah, I feel like that's the beauty of the Sky Island is that like, it, it really does feel disconnected at first i mean now that you're able to kind of freely traverse it feels more connected but in in the first part you're like oh i i am very sort of confined to this area like i'm very interested in this area because i'm this is like a new thing for for me and i want to explore like every inch of it like it it was a real struggle for me to leave like i really didn't want to
0: because you liked it
1: I liked it, and I felt very safe there, and mm. I felt like I knew what I was doing, and I just knew that once I left, I'm not going to know what I'm doing at all. I'm, just, It's going to be, like, really hard, you yeah. know? It's like when you, like, leave home for college yeah. or something. <laughs> like it's a weird compar- comparison, but it, it does feel very homey up yeah. there. It yeah. feels like you've really kind of grown accustomed to the characters that you're, you're meeting there and what you're doing and how to traverse it and... Um, yeah, so then when they were like jump off, I'm like I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to leave the nest. Um, so it it was like emotional to like leave the Sky Island. I I, did, I really was like struggling. Like should I leave, should I do it now? Can,
0: can I ever come back here? It does reinforce how reliant we all were on the paraglider. Oh my god! Not having that, I'm like oh. There's a lot of things I usually do that I cannot do.
1: I. Died so many times because I forgot. I did. I kept pressing X, and I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, dang it!" That's I why it. It, it
0: felt like just a completely different game without that. Just I know. one take we one really item need away, the and it, and it becomes a much more sort of traditional on the ground.
1: Yeah, not fun experience. I don't like not. Having. I
0: still, and again, I still. I made this point also. I think if they released this as a standalone game,
1: <laughs> it's an indie game.
0: Just what you do for like you know three hours. That could, that would be awesome. It
1: would be great, and it just yeah.
0: ends with you jumping off.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. That's, like, that's literally an Indian. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It yeah. could be. Also, just like the mood of the Sky Island was so impactful of, you know, you've got those clouds everywhere. Mm. The, the music is different and new. Yeah. And really atmospheric. It
1: it felt very sacred up there.
0: I didn't feel at all. I, I, you know, some people were saying like, oh, you know, the game felt so much like like Breath of the Wild. Like up there and for that part of the game, I didn't feel that at all. I was like, this is Totally different.
1: I felt like some of the like things from Breath of the Wild that I used to do came back to me very, yeah. very easily. Yeah. It's like climb the tree, get an apple. Okay, yes. Right. Cook the thing. Yeah. Like oh yes. Um, how to how to fight? Like it was trying to teach me how to fight. Like I know how to fight. You know I know how to target. I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. like all that stuff came back. Like riding a bike. Um, but that the vibe of the environment was completely different. So right. I really liked that. So it was like dual. It was like the best of of both worlds where you felt, if you played Breath of the Wild, you're like, oh yeah, these are familiar things that I know how to do that I like to do. Um, I feel capable in doing this. Um, I kind of understand how some of these puzzles may work. Like, I get it. And then the other part was like, oh, like, look at these, you know, this new environment, this like beautiful new landscape, you know, this, this, these characters that I'm meeting, like the story is so mysterious right now as well. Like you're just really kind of drawn into that side that you don't know. So I really like the duality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's like it feels comforting but also new at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm a reshuffler. We're talking points here. Uh-oh. Uh oh. So, so <laughs> from there, the, from the Sky Island, you jump off and you end up on the new ground level high roll. And you sort of said, I, th- I think you experienced a bit of disappointment. I did. Once you got there. Talk, yeah. Tell us about
1: that. I don't know. I, I felt like. Again, I was just so attached to the Sky Islands because it felt instantly like something new, different. And also very, I've grown, I I grew to see it as like my true home, like Link's true home Mm -hmm. is actually in the Sky Islands. Sort of like how when you felt, maybe how you felt about the Great Plateau is like, oh, I'm leaving my home in the Great Plateau, my comfort zone. Um, And when I came down to Hyrule, I'm like, oh this is just Hyrule again. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I know about this, you know? So like, just kind of like, I mean, Hyrule is beautiful and that the world of Hyrule, especially as we know it from Breath of the Wild is absolutely incredible, obviously. Um, but it's like, it's a world that you do know, right? This is, This is the part of the game where you're like, yes, I am familiar with these regions, these characters. Yes, the castle has been surrounded by some sort of evil like yes like this is what it used to look like so th- there was not a I, just a twinge of like oh the, the the newness of it is gone for a bit but then you start exploring Hyrule and you realize that it, it is quite different as well and, and that that feeling of like exploration and excitement comes back but that initial landing I was like In this field like kind of like near the castle and i was just like oh it's just hyrule again like okay (laughs) that was something i
0: I had been so curious about in the aonuma video where he said like oh we can't we don't have time to go through all the changes on hyrule i was like what 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 are are the changes and now i know the changes are much more subtle right where there are a lot of things that are different but it's not like fundamentally changing Right. Your your memory of it it's it's right. like oh right that thing wasn't there before that thing's changed mm-hmm. or oh, there's a cave there now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like little things because obviously time has passed so things are different because time is it's a different time. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah, but but Hyrule is definitely my least favorite mm. part of this game right now. But I lo- I mean, I love the whole thing, but like if you told me like put the three areas in order, I'd probably say like sky, underground, high Hyrule, you know? Um, so that's just me though. Maybe people like love going back to Hyrule. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. It's like fine. It's like, yes, I-, I know this. I know what I'm supposed to do here. Like I get it.
0: It feels a lot more alive to me just because yeah. there seems to be a lot more people, a lot more people you can talk to right. and interact with. Yes.
1: Um, that part I do love is that if the world feels more lively and I think this event that's happened that has this, you know, the event in the story that's happened has sort of united Hyrule a bit. So like everyone you talk to is like talking about this event that's happened because it's like very traumatic. mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay. Everyone has like a common story. Like we're all like very distraught over like what the heck is going on? I love the people with the newspaper, like the the, the Hyrule. To- what is it called? Like the. Well,
0: that so that that was one of my very very slight criticisms of Breath of the Wild was like Kingdom of Hyrule population thirty.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like
0: now you have the towns, and the towns feel. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They feel more populated to they me. Do, but then sure. you find people, more people out. like, oh, here's some, like some guys tenting, and they're in a tent, and they're just yeah. hanging out. Or people on the road. Or like
1: you go to the stable, and there's like people staying at the inn or whatever. Right. And it like just feels
0: more bustling.
1: Yeah, and they're like reading the newspaper. Like everyone's like, like look at the news. Like yeah. oh my god, like this horrible right. thing is happening. Like what do we do? Like it feels like the the world is very like connected. Mm-hmm. So I really like that part about Hyrule and like, yeah, talking to the people, like meeting people around. Um, I, I've noticed that like, it feels more diverse in Hyrule. Like the Gerudo are also in like the right, Hyrule right. castle mm-hmm. area instead of just like being quartered off in right, the desert by right. themselves. And like Gorons are like walking around. I'm not saying any Saurus, but, um, like out and about, but like, it feels more like people are just like out and about. They're doing their things. They're trying to like make it work in this, in this world where something really bad has happened. I've done, I've done a couple of little side quests that have been very, very good. And again, it, it makes it feel very connected. Like the side quests are based on like this event that's happened. Yeah. People are being affected by what is happening to Hyrule.
0: I've heard people say really good things about the side quests, which so I, good. I probably have to I, I can't prioritize the side quests at this point because I have other things that I need to oh, do. But yeah. but I do want to experience. Very that. are quick later. so far. Oh really?
1: Yeah, I've done so. I, I again accidentally landed myself in Kakariko Village. Oh. So I've been really enjoying some some village yeah, time. I mean okay. Kakariko Village is so like iconic, you mm-hmm. know. I heard the music as I was landing on my like, <laughs> <gasps> oh, I'm here. I'm <laughs> so excited. Um, but yeah, there was a couple of little side quests there. It's a very interesting, like when you go from, from village to village, like what this event means to them too. And so you like kind of are like getting pieces of the story that way, which I think is really well done, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So we also have these chasms in underground, which when we talked this weekend, you had not experienced yet, So, but you have now?
1: I have, yes. I, I went underground after we recorded our five surprises yeah. video because I heard you, you were talking about it a lot. And I was just like so curious because of what you said. And immediately when I first came across that gaping hole in the ground, I was very scared. I was like, I don't want to go down here. It's, it looks horrifying. I jumped in and I died, <laughs> first of
0: all. Again, no paraglider.
1: I was like, "Do I need one, or is it water down there?" And so oh, I, no. I just like, "Woohoo!" And then it was not water at all. It sure was was like, Literally, yeah. like rock. Oh. Um, so Link ragdolled uh, in the underground. The way he dies is so sad. Well,
0: don't He's do just it just, then.
1: Like, that's your. Limbs, that's on you, just, man. Like it's like a like a like crash cart crash dummy, like just the limbs everywhere. Jeez. Really sad. So, anyways, after I I made it down alive. <laughs> I was shocked by the underground, mm-hmm. like shooketh. I, the the, the style, the, the way that it looks, it's scary. I did not expect that yeah. at all. What is this? This is like a completely different game. Right. And how big it is, like you were saying, like it's basically the entirety of, like it feels like it must be mm-hmm. the entirety of Underneath Hyrule. Right, right. Um, yeah, it kind of grossed me out honestly, but I kind of liked it too. I,
0: like, I was
1: I was grossed out but also intrigued.
0: I haven't really been back since that first big chunk I did. Mm. I, I'm I'm afraid of it. First of all, I'm afraid of it too. I don't know why. I mean, I did fine. Like I, I fought some enemies. I beat them. Like there was. It wasn't like oh, I'm under leveled here. No, yeah. Or anything like that. It's just although
1: the the, the icky stuff down there. That that's the fine. Ickies. I mean, you can
0: you can avoid it. I know. There's just something about the feel of like I'm I'm gonna get destroyed at any second. Something's gonna come out of the dark. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm very
1: thing. afraid. It's it's kind of like a Resident Evil vibe to it. Like it it looks gross. Like, it has, like, that gross factor. Like, it could be stinky.
0: Did you activate some of those big light things, though? I did. A
1: couple of them.
0: I heard a great tip about those, which uh, was interesting, which is the placement of those on the underground map always aligns with a shrine on the... the... That's
1: what I... I I noticed that.
0: You noticed that on your own? No, you didn't. You can
1: flip the map. You did not.
0: Oh, yeah. I came up with that. Yeah, that was me. I didn't come
1: up with that, but I noticed that already.
0: I knew that. Well, congratulations.
1: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> wow. So,
0: I'm probably going to. Th- that's. You had sort of your ordering of, of the you know, the three that you like or are or, or not enjoying. I, the most. I
1: like it because it's weird and different.
0: I would probably put that as third for me for now because, because again, I'm a little scared. You're I also,
1: I also you're don't know
0: exactly what. I'm supposed to do down there. People
1: say you can find some good stuff. Besides down there. just explore it. Yeah, there's a armor down there. That's really.
0: Yeah, there. Yeah, cool, there. There probably is. So
1: there's like camps and stuff. Like actual humans are. Oh really? Down there. That's what I heard. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I it's a huge, seen. it's a
0: huge space. I'm sure there's a lot. I just, yeah. I just don't. Have a my feel yeah. for what what is my rhythm of what I'm doing, down here.
1: I need some armor. Link is wearing like a bedsheet <laughs> for the person that's supposed to save the world. They sure aren't doing much to help the guy. I'm so confused. He's like a bedsheet and Uggs. I'm He's so confused terrible.
0: about the amiibo drops in this game because I got all of my like 25 Zelda you were all amiibo, excited, and yeah. like the first night I was, I was like, here we go. Away. And this is after I'm off the island, so I was like, it might be nerfing it once you're in the tutorial area. I got off and I scanned it. I just haven't gotten any. Like, of the unique armors. And I've been reading. I was like, it's very unclear. Like, can you still get those
1: that way? had the Link Awakening with a big face. Yeah.
0: Is that real? Well, first of all, you said no spoilers. And then you just said that. That's on the internet. So can you... <gasps> There's a lot on the internet. This game was on the internet weeks ago.
1: This was What's very... wrong with you? Oh, my God. I can't I don't think that's it's a considered, considered spoiler, a spoiler. Button. I can't. No. I'm the story stuff.
0: There's more than just a story that can be spoiled. <sighs> oh, People, but
1: please,
0: but yeah, I'm very confused about that because I agree. I would love some some new armor. Um, also, something that just looks cooler because I just have yeah. the super basic stuff that you buy at that outpost. Like,
1: I didn't buy anything at the beginning. Then. I'm still oh, you're wearing still a in,
0: sheet. You're still in that.
1: Yes. Oh, you should. I need you should, some money. You should
0: buy something at least. It
1: looks so sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were we talking about? So that's the underground, yes. and then the sky islands. Yes. So this. I'd probably say this is the thing that I want to explore the most and more that I have, but I don't really have the means to do that to the degree that I want now.
1: Yeah. They they are a lot more sparser than I thought, first of all. Aren't they? Aren't they? (laughs) 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 Like, I, I look up in the sky all the time, and I'm like, what is... Is but that when, a thing but once you're up
0: there, like you see a lot of them, but, but you just you just can't you get can't to them get immediately. To,
1: but they're also like tiny. Some of they're them are like, small. Nice. Some of them are bigger. So I did make a very valiant, um, I had a valiant effort, and I did get up to a, a larger Sky Island yeah. that was felt that felt more akin to the Great Sky Island. Like it was sort oh, of a chain of islands. That's you, neat. you needed to do some stuff with like minecarts or whatever to traverse them Mm -hmm. and then there's a shrine up there yeah so i and then the shrine that's great i like that
0: there are shrines up there
1: once you get the shrine you can warp up up there and now you now you're already up there now you can look around and maybe when i do have the means to like get more batteries or whatever like i can get further from there yeah there's also a very interesting mechanic on that island where it was like a a catapult Mm mm-hmm and so you can like turn the wheel. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, maybe, okay. Maybe
0: we both to the same one.
1: So that one is a good one to just get. Yeah. I think. Because that will allow you to have more access to, yeah. to them. Because I think access is the thing that... Right is lacking for me as well in the early days because I'm like, I don't have enough stamina to like glide over there. I don't have the means to like get to some of the, I, I can't climb well, I, it. I can't. The, the,
0: there are some that are like even higher than where you get shot out of a mm-hmm. tower you can get to it. It's like, I don't know how to get to that. No,
1: line. it must be from from the skyline. You Unless I can get one. like
0: some sort of a Zonai like... Uh, hot air balloon yeah, sort of I thing yeah i made
1: one and i tried yeah and i had like i gathered like batteries. all the batteries i yeah. could from like around and then i like glued them yeah. all together and then like as they were like the batteries were like breaking i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> it was it was very uh terrifying yeah. out there.
0: i'm fine with it not being like a glut of sky islands because again using the wind waker analogy like it was not just islands you're not like crashing yeah, into yeah. islands every which way.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Right. No.
0: So, I, so I like them being a bit more spread out. I'm, in, I'm enjoying the puzzle aspect of how do I get to that? I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I, I, like that too.
0: I really like get a thrill when I get onto a new one. Yeah, of
1: those. that the big one that I finally got up to, I was really excited about because I said, "Oh, finally, right. not one that's just not a single treasure chest. Yeah, one that has like something I can do and something I could like."
0: Be- because that is now a new getting around mode. That we didn't have before, which you, you shoot up, you end up there, and then you jump off and you can you can kind of traverse horizontally yeah. that way. And again, like I was saying, get a great lay of the land as you're doing that.
1: Right, so. right, right. And then like as you fall, it gets like things come into yeah. view more. Because you and more. can
0: go into that zoom mode and just mark things on the map as I you're do. as you're going down. Yeah, that's what I Don't do. Don't crash. And then I crash. Don't crash.
1: And then I crash. <laughs> yeah, so I I'm looking forward to the the day that I can get more into the sky island going i love it up there and i want to be up there but i don't know i don't know how.
0: i'm waiting for the day where i jump onto an island and there's like 20 lionels just waiting for me one of those is gonna have that it's gonna have like the like level where 99 what is the, god the there's, there's
1: gonna be like a eventide sky island equivalent those those has anybody been to eventide island i haven't even i'm, I'm not unlocked yeah. that part of the map what's going on there <laughs> but you know that there's gonna be yeah, like a yeah. sky eventide, tide, totally. a sky tide or yeah, something, yeah, where it's yeah. gonna kick you a little behind. <laughs> and you're gonna be you're gonna be there for, yeah. for days and weeks.
0: All right, so let's talk about these new powers. Oh yeah, you get these on the Great Sky Island. Yep. There's four Ultra Hand Fuse, Ascend, and Recall. Why don't we just talk about them in that order? Yeah. About what we've been feeling about them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we we disagree about Ultra Hand, or maybe you've come around? No. No. Still have not.
1: <laughs> no. Ultra Hand, you so the disagreement that we have is you think it's easier than what people made it out to be before you started playing yourself. I think it's as hard, if not harder. Okay. Um. I also think the game is over reliant on Mm. Ultra Hand. Out out of the four, it's not very balanced. Like you use Ultra Hand the most, I think. No.
0: Well, (laughs) I I thought that as well, but then I watched some videos of like, oh, here's some things that you're not doing with. Ascend and recall that you really well, should and I was like, recall, oh I'm I'm a moron. The
1: recall <laughs> the recall ones I saw people like using that to like battle with and I was like, okay, yes, I get that. So
0: I think maybe early on we are just sort of defaulting to that.
1: Maybe. Whereas
0: there are a lot of other uses for the others that are less obvious.
1: I use Ascend quite a bit to traverse, but in terms of like... Like,
0: I saw one that was like, oh, with Recall, if you have one of those, like, airplane things, but you don't have a rail Yeah, ramp,
1: you can just put it up.
0: Like, you can, you can kind falling. of do it in reverse. Yeah, exactly. And then you can just fly it. Like, oh, right. my God.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's a exactly Oh, again, you just knew that?
0: You created no, that? I, was I that your video that vi- on your little side channel? I saw channel?
1: that video, too. I was just going to say that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Um, but I do think Ultra Hand is is in, especially in shrines. It is the one that is used the most because you are using it to like grab stuff and yeah. whatnot. What
0: the shrines, My, yeah. I'm curious what the variety because at this point I've, I've done like I don't know like a dozen shrines. Yeah, yeah. What what idea. the variety of what you do of those actually is mm-hmm. because I thought Breath of the Wild had a really good variety of like some of them are just like straight combat like the, the test of strength you know i
1: like those
0: yeah or there were others that were very specific a few on one little of the powers test of
1: strength ones
0: i agree that mo- most of the shrines that i've done so far have been ultra hand heavy again yeah. it's so early I, I don't know maybe they did that on purpose again to get you to learn
1: it because it's hard
0: i don't know of just those ones around
1: that, the castle town yeah. very very
0: possible yeah very so possible. i'm gonna reserve judgment but i, I agree with you Right I mean, now,
1: I did do some shrines in the Elden Region. I did some shrines in the Lanaro Region. They're all hand stuff, and some of them are really hard for me. Like I do not have like the physics mind. I mm-hmm. don't think I was looking at a shrine for like three hours, and I'm still I, look it up. No, I won't. Oh my gosh. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I refuse. Don't don't freaking tell me either because I don't want to know.
0: So this is the. Those Actually, are some of the know. best experiences I have had. Whereas like. I, I don't know exactly what the game wants me to do, but I figure it out another way. Yeah. And maybe it's ugly, maybe it's janky, but it I works, so care. I don't yeah. care.
1: I do the same thing. I,
0: those have been super satisfying.
1: I do the same thing, but then I, I think to myself, like, what is it that you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's not obvious, and it's weird. And then I look it up, the, the traditional solutions later. Yeah. So I solve it, and then I look at... Oh, tradi- so you don't
0: look until you after you solve it.
1: Yeah, I solve it my janky way yeah. that I, I've cheated and done. And then I look it up afterwards. I'm like, this is stupid.
0: There was one that I had to look <laughs> up mad. pretty fast because there was a mechanic that they did not explain where there was like, basically like a battery cell. There was an object that you had to charge with electricity. I was like, I don't know what that is. So I had to look up what that was because okay. the game did not tell you.
1: Yeah. yeah, I guess you could just poke around. And but just it. But otherwise,
0: I've been able to plod my way through. yeah it's
1: very clunky no. and very ugly also i say some
0: of the shrines are a bit longer
1: they are some of them are like multiple rooms yeah i'm like dude this is way longer than right. breath of the wild shrines right I, sometimes i like i go into a shrine i'm like 10 minutes i can i can do this and get out yeah and no it's like hours it's, it's later longer yeah and i'm still in the shrine i don't think you
0: should spend three hours on a shrine I think you i'm just still look. in a shrine right i think now. you should either leave or look it
1: up I'm probably going to leave this shrine because I think I know, and also the thing is is that I think I know what to do, Mm. but they're very specific with if, if it is a solution that they are wanting you to come to and it's an ultra hand puzzle. They're very specific about the placement of the items. What do you mean? Like, for example, I'm in a shrine where there's a bunch of rails and you need to like build these like, like contraptions to like get you up these rails. But the balance is so delicate mm. that you'll like topple off if you don't do it exactly right. Uh, so I feel like, and maybe it's just me being dumb.
0: I think so. Well, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna say I think I think there's some other way of doing
1: it. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> and that you is so you mean. are dumb. And on no. my like, <laughs> birthday week, what is wrong with you?
0: It's you, horrible. I started talking. You just kept talking. That's not what I was reacting to. You
1: were. Look no, at your face. No. That's mean. Look at my face. <laughs> uh, but like the way that I place it, I don't think is right. So then it's like, it just, like, you know, fails. So right. Anyways, right. I, I'm like frustrated by things like that. So anyways, hand is very hard for me. It's okay. I will muddle my way through it. Maybe I'll get better. Maybe never. I don't know. But I just have a hard time.
0: Outside of shrines, I don't find myself using it that much.
1: I bet it was have like a little raft where I was like do 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 like around so, the rivers. That was cute.
0: I mean, those are those are like fun to to like make and fun to be on, but it's like yeah, I could probably walk there and yeah, as the long river, as it like, takes I did me it to do it
1: because I I couldn't swim that far. Okay. And I wanted to get into this like cave right, to like right. get ingredients or in mm-hmm. like materials because I know there's like cool stuff in there. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that was that was but that was easy. That was like you basically attach like three yeah. things to a piece of plywood right. and you're off you know it's not like the alter like you can't you don't need to make yourself like some physics nonsense and yeah, yeah. a shrine yeah that that part's a little frustrating for me okay honestly.
0: yeah yeah one, once i learned i had a hard time rotating things the way that i like but once i yeah. figured out that
1: you had to grab it it
0: got a lot um
1: but i'm so bad easier
0: for you or, or grab it from different directions mm-hmm. it got a lot easier for me just the act of sticking things together or unsticking them i I don't really have a lot of trouble with that. So, I mean, it works for me. I'm not, I'm not making anything that's that great or elaborate or cool. Yeah. Stuff are sucks, you, but it works.
1: From a, from a, when you're playing these, when you've built these ultra hand things, are you a ultra hand conservator? Or like, let's say you're in a shrine, you build something, do you take it with you to the next room because you don't want to build it again?
0: Well, I found some shrines where you kind of had to do that. Where like yeah. there were not enough materials right. in the next room
1: i'm like so, really lazy so i do that now i do that yeah. all the time i'm really lazy so I'm was like I'm, I'm building a bridge right for the like to go across yeah. something i'm just gonna take that bridge with me yeah i'm not gonna rebuild the bridge like mm-hmm. that's annoying you know totally. so i'm always like trying to like drag it into right. the other room with me
0: <laughs> uh fuse is next
1: it's the only way to get a decent weapon right now so
0: yeah the whole mechanic of like or the whole story thing of like oh all the weapons have decayed mm, yeah it, it, it is pushing you to fuse everything. You
1: have to. Yeah. You have to <clears throat> fuse everything. I fused, um, I fused some stuff together. I will say that we did a, a, a really fun like fuse prediction video like mm-hmm. weeks before this game came out. Yeah. And I think we were very ambitious in thinking like what the fuses could, what the fused weapons or arrows could do. I find that the fusing is pretty flat across the board. Mm. It's just like more durability or a higher attack, but it's not really doing that much to like change up the weapon. Except for my
0: fire-breathing shield.
1: The, the shield is pretty- That was so cool. Like, was pretty, yeah, the fire-breathing shield is good. Um, like the when you have to fuse something else to a shield, like a, like one of those like puffy mushroom things, it's like a one-use kind of thing. Oh. So it is like very temporary, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, and then the other things you fuse on there is just, like, add add durability, plus two, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It's not, like, as involved right. as, I think, what we were
0: yeah. maybe I ha- thinking. I have not fused, like, everything in my inventory yet. I'm sure somebody out there has got some spreadsheet of, of every fuses, yeah. possibility. I should probably read yeah. that because I, I feel like I've probably underutilized fuse beyond just, oh, get get a little boost. To attack, which I frankly need.
1: I need at any this point because a lot of these, get. Weop-
0: these, weapons suck. They that are I get.
1: terrible, and they they're they're, they're they very break weak. super break, easy. Yeah,
0: so I'm sh- just
1: using for that really. I should I should probably
0: try some of those stuff that you get out of the like vending machines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Try try more of that because yeah. there's probably some cool stuff you can do there.
1: Yeah, I do a lot of those to weapons like the soldier construct things, but
0: but like the fire shield. Like, I have somebody who shoots lasers now. I should probably do something with that. Oh,
1: I have a really great shield on that. a spring. Oh, what does that do? And you just, people just bounce off. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. It's actually very useful. Yeah. They just bounce away, and then you can shoot them with an arrow. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. But, yeah, the fuses are, are a little bit more limited than I All right. thought it would be. Um, but yeah. maybe, like, later on in the game, you you get, like, more, more stuff. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. More yeah. stuff. Ascend.
1: Ascend is great. I always forget to use it. I'm always like, how do I get up there? This is so stupid. I'm like, oh, yeah, ascend. Duh.
0: I don't know. I still don't know why you end up halfway in the... I guess it's if you if you don't like it, you can go back down.
1: You don't like what you see? I have
0: done that once.
1: You, like, pop up, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, enemies, like, bokoblins. And you're like, nope. <gasps> nope, <laughs> out was it.
0: There was one tower that I had to get to where you had to go in a cave underneath yep. it. I did that one. And then go up. Yeah. That was kind of tricky, actually. I was
1: like, I spatially, I couldn't figure out I don't know like, where direction exactly. direction to go. So I kept I trying am. different Yeah. places to ascend. Right, it was right. Funny. Yeah.
0: yeah. but they were talking about in the Ask the Developer that this was sort of like a developer like debug thing that they had that they were like, oh, we should just put this in the game. Okay. Because they would go into these caves and be like, oh, it's taking me so long to get out. And then they would just psh- <laughs> shoot out.
1: <gasps> That's funny, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I use it as a way to just traverse. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when I'm like you know, trying to get to like a higher higher level or whatever, like it's it's easy to do that. I found that you use it a lot more if you're exploring the Sky Islands. Yeah. Um, that is a good way to get mm-hmm. around the Sky Islands. I, I use that a lot when I was up there doing that Sky Island shrine. <clears throat> but otherwise you can also use it to cheat in shrines, which I did. For one of them. You just
0: Are you sure it's send, a cheap?
1: Ascend your way out of it. Are well you yeah, sure? because they had like a complicated elevator situation that oh. I couldn't figure out. I was like, This is I don't understand what you want me to do here. So I just ascended out of there instead. Okay. And it was much easier.
0: This is becoming the theme of, of these this powers conversation is like we have we are under utilizing all of these.
1: Well I'm too, I'm too dumb. Like I don't know how to use these things. I'm not smart enough to keep am Keeping figure my, my mouth
0: shut right now as you <laughs>
1: I'm not smart enough to, like, figure it out. I need to, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, bumbling my way through this game. Um, okay, so that's Ascend. Re- recall. Re- recall. Yeah. Recall.
0: So, if you've done the thing where you ride the, the big rock up into the sky. Yeah. What else have you done with this?
1: <clears throat> I have done the thing where you make your own runway with that floaty bird okay. helicopter stuff. Iron Man jet. Tank. I
0: saw that last night. I, I have not had a chance to try it. but Yeah, that, I did that. That seems to, super again, useful. get
1: across some sky islands there. Yeah. I have used it in some shrines um, to help with some mm-hmm. of the puzzles. Um, I have used it on some enemies as well.
0: Of like a, like a projectile back to them? Yeah.
1: Yeah. What was
0: the projectile?
1: It was a b- big rock. Could you, do, could you do it like?
0: with like... An arrow? A single arrow? I
1: don't know if you're fast enough to is
0: that click the button. too small? Too
1: small. I haven't tried. Okay. Yeah.
0: I feel like this is the one that has the most potential that is untapped This right is
1: basically now. that one where, what is that one from Breath of the Wild where you could like hit it a bunch of exactly. times? Exactly. What is that one called? Yeah,
0: that one was... Um, crownus Magnesis, what's the other one? I don't know. Stasis. Stasis. stasis.
1: That's it. That's the stasis where yeah. everyone figured out all these unique ways right, to use right. stasis. Uh-huh. I think people are figuring out unique ways to use recall. I saw one that was awesome this morning that someone had made an appendage out of rocks.
0: <laughs> no, really? A
1: bigger two rock, two round rocks, and a bigger rock. You put yourself, <laughs> you put it together in your head here, <gasps> and used, So grabbed it used recall, or, like, moved it around in a circle really fast like this, used recall on it, and then lured a Hinox over Oh! into the circle of death. And then this Hinox was just getting what? slapped by this rock appendage, okay? Like, literally wow. wrecked Okay. by this thing. And then it died. And that's how it died. So, bad day for that Hinox, but uh, tough that's... Tough way to go. Tough way to go. Tough way to go. Um we we'll pour one out for him. But uh that's what you could do apparently with recall. And I was like, brilliant! Huh. Brilliant. Because you could like make your own path with it yeah. and then reverse it so that it like does a thing mm-hmm. to an enemy. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I thought that was pretty f- it was one hilarious and two brilliant. So there you go.
0: It does make those four powers from Breath of the Wild feel. A little quaint these four that you have now
1: it's such an upgrade
0: it's like oh bombs kind of spot. that's that's one of your things bomb you, do, you do you have bomb plants oh, I love those bomb plants so those bombs. are
1: my like go-to can't stop a shrine blow it up yeah that's my that's my like solution to everything yeah. can't figure it out let's just bomb it and see what happens but
0: it's like how <laughs> I mean could they just keep making games like this of like we just came up with four new powers and we, we we reshuffled the world a bit more. New game. Here we go. Because that did, yeah. I mean, this did seem to be the starting point for a lot of the ideas for the game. Of mm-hmm. we, we just thought of all these other other powers.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that is sort of the main unique difference. I <clears> think yeah. that and, and the environments that you're exploring. You know, adding the two environments. Yeah. But yeah, like use like the creativity you get from these four powers are, are really like I think what makes this game really special.
0: As a Zelda purist, do these powers upset you? Like get this get this out of my Zelda game. No. Give me my boomerang and, and let no, me no, no. do my thing. No, I
1: love, I love it. I think it's great. Um, I'm not good at them, <laughs> but so you're I, not mad. Not mad. You know, I, I, I want to get better, and I want to like learn from other people that are, are very good at these. I think that, that that's the best part of having this level of creativity. Is that you see videos like that online? You're like, oh gosh, that's so brilliant. I want to try that. You know? Yeah. I, I think that's that what that's what makes that was what made Breath of the Wild really fun, and it definitely sort of. Feels like that is a big focus for this as well, and people are certainly doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I don't. I don't miss the traditional like okay. you know, link gadgets or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Shrines. We kind of already talked about that. Anything else you want to say about shrines?
1: I do like the little puff of green smoke that comes out of them because it makes them easier to. It's find. easy to see. It's easier to see. Yeah. You're like, oh, there they are. You can see them from real far away, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Yeah, and besides them being, you know, harder than ever, <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I did not expect them to be this hard. So, so there's,
0: I think, 150, and there were 120. So there's actually more of these. I
1: didn't even get all the shrines and.
0: I, I didn't right either.
1: I think I got I, like 90. I
0: got. I think I got around 100, and I was like, "That's good."
1: I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of these. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. So, but I guess yeah. If, if they're being, are there are there shrines underground? I guess they couldn't. If no, that's, the,
1: the, the since, roots, you, since yeah. you're the
0: master of the light, the light plants, there can't be a shrine underground, can there? Or could there? I don't know. But they are in the sky. They're we know in that. The sky.
1: Huh. Yeah. All right. So maybe the, the additional ones are all in the sky. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Shrines though.
0: Dungeons. Neither of us have done them, so we can't really talk about that. But again, I'm, I am on my way. I'm doing like a little quest to get to yes, the yes, dungeon. Yes, yes, I'm in the I'm in the Zora, the Zora region. Oh, is where, is where I am.
1: I I, so I went I've, to the Heber region i I've first. reunited
0: with region.
1: Sidon. Oh, hottie.
0: Did Sidon talk in the last game? Like, did he have voice acting?
1: I think in the cutscenes he did.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember. Like the
1: especially in the Champions DLC, there's a lot of like chit chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: because he does talk in this. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can't remember if he did that before.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the Hebra Rito village.
0: First, okay, first, yeah. So I'm
1: in the snowy area.
0: Okay, right okay. cold can be? That's why I didn't go there because I was like, I don't have the gear for I this. I have
1: the, the, the what Uggs, do you have? The UGG boots. Oh,
0: that's all you have.
1: Yeah. But I I, I don't need it right now. I'm not going into the. Because
0: all the yeah. other three required some sort of because spe- like okay, if you're in the volcano, you need yeah, the heat need resistant. Heat I'm resistance. not going to have that. I
1: also have the spicy peppers still, so I'm eating. Or if you go
0: thing. into the desert, it, it gets you know extreme there too. So yeah. I was like, this is the safest this place the for me one. to okay, go. That's good. And Again, I don't plan to do it. I just wanted to see.
1: Getting to the dungeon is a, a feat in its in and of itself.
0: Which. So you you have you have done that?
1: Well, I mean I'm trying. It's not it's very difficult. Yeah. But
0: so you're not there yet.
1: No. Okay. But like it's it's like it's not easy. It's not like you're just going to warp to the dungeon and there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, the difficulty in general I think feels a bit higher? Hard. A bit higher?
1: Really hard.
0: Like there's a lot of enemies that are just one-shotting me now. And then mm-hmm. you talked about, you know, the shrines just being more um, complicated. And Link is
1: squishier than of the ever.
0: Gate.
1: But Maybe weaker could, than ever.
0: It could be just the game telling you, like, use this new stuff we are giving you. Like, yeah. think harder about what you can do. Yeah, to I have been. Gird your loins <laughs> for these <laughs> fights.
1: Gird your loins. Yes, I, I. That one of the towers involved infiltrating a huge camp of enemies yeah. with a bow boss.
0: Oh, I, I I noped out of that one. I just ran away.
1: It was it was a did you do real it? treat. Uh, it was really hard, but yeah. I I did have to some, some quick whip my way through it. Okay. Like with I ate like a stealth thing. Oh. I like bombed them from like above, and then I had this whole like recall right. thing with like some of the things that they were throwing at me. And then I it was a very involved. It took me like. 45 minutes yeah yeah but they they do want you it's very hard on purpose i think mm-hmm. they do want you to use the stuff at your disposal um to to do that you, you know, talked, about how, you, you talked about how you're about how you like
0: you like what you do at these towers more i i but i don't know exactly what you meant by that
1: yeah so before in breath of the wild it's like the the towers you like it's like a climbing puzzle basically i played the game Do you recall that...
0: I'm familiar, yeah. Are you
1: familiar with that game? That's your favorite game of all time? What's your point? I I really like these towers because they feel very connected to the story. Okay. Of what you're doing with uh, Pura. Of re-scanning
0: the land. Yeah. Okay.
1: And... I, I really, I think it's funny. Like you, you get onto that like big like balloon trampoline. I
0: don't thing, like how those guardian and the arms guardian go,
1: hands come out and like.
0: And he's like scared. Stop that. I don't like, like, like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> don't then, like that.
1: And then he has like a like, like, a, roll. like a, he,
0: a bungee. He
1: basically cord. looks like yeah. the like the cable guy that's coming to like redo your cable internet. He's like that guy. Yeah. You know, and he's like in the in the air, and he's like, "I he said iPad." He's like, yeah. "Oh, I got it. Okay." And then like the the wires are all like right. I think it's funny. It's like it's very cute.
0: Yeah,
1: and he's just like stone faced like with his little iPad, you know. But I, I think it's it's humorous, like that. It feels yeah. like it's very much like, oh, I'm doing this for a reason. And yeah. it
0: serves more yeah. of a purpose yeah. of, of shooting into the sky than yeah. Like in why the, would in you the last be up game there. was like you did it, you're done. You're yeah. basically and then you
1: basically not just go off
0: unless you want to jump off. Yeah, jump there's, off. There's there's not much purpose to go there.
1: Right, so, right. Yeah. And it's cute that every one of them has like a little. Almost like a little mini quest.
0: Yeah, they are a little bit different of getting in.
1: Yeah. Like some of them, it looks real easy. And then you're like, oh, I have to go from underground. Right. That's actually not easy at all. Right, right, right. I did one where the guy that needed to do it was like locked in a cage. Oh. And I had to get him out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I got trapped in here, help me. <laughs> um, so like all of them are a little bit like a different challenge. That I think is very clever. Yeah. Like it's really yeah. well done. Yeah. yeah.
0: The story in general, there has not been a lot of it since the beginning. How do you feel about what there is?
1: I am very curious about what's going on. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I think the story so far is, is really good. And again, I really like how, you know, talking to the people around the world, around Hyrule, and, you know, things that you're, you're doing um, is all in service to the main story in a way even if they're side quests. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all related to, like, what is happening. So that's... I think that's a good way of making you feel like even when there's not a main story development happening all the time, you're not getting, like, inundated with cutscenes or whatever, like, story reveals all the time. Yeah. You're, like, still living in the world where this, like, tragic thing ha- or, like, this crazy thing happened and, and everyone else that you're around are is also living in that world with you. We're all in the same boat. Like, we're all... Confused about what's happening and wanting to figure it out and, you know, um, doing our, our own thing to try to, like, resolve the the situation um, and, and, and understand it. So I like that about it a lot.
0: You have some big brain theories about what might be I do. happening, though.
1: I have a big brain theory about what's happening. I don't want to say it here okay. because it's a spoiler. but. This is, again, every single time we have one of these story games, I'm like, should we do a spoiler cast? Maybe we do a Patreon-only spoiler cast where we talk about this Well, you
0: better game, you know? beat this game first.
1: <laughs> we can do it, like, in chunks. <laughs> okay. I don't know, but do you guys want to see that? Okay. Patreon people? We'll see. Um, yeah, I have a big brain theory about this story. I think I'm right. This is where I'm be. not dumb. I don't know. This is where I'm smart. You could be right. Figuring out the story. Again, I'll
0: keep my mouth shut.
1: <laughs> you didn't think about that, though. that that, that had not occurred to you no seeing what you saw so far that that potential premise has not occurred to you
0: no it hadn't
1: there's also this grim but you could be right there's also this grim fairy tale that this story so far the brothers
0: grim brothers yes
1: yeah that i really like that really reminded me of this story so far do you
0: want to mention it That's not a sport mentioning a book that could, if people want to read the book, then spoil themselves. You can say it. I
1: think the story is called brother and sister, which is a very strange title. Okay. The story is not about, well, there is a brother and sister, but that's not what the, the, that's not the piece that reminds me of this, but there's something that happens in that story to the princess that really reminds me of what is happening to Zelda. All right. What may have, what is Zelda, what's happening to Zelda. Okay. So I don't know. We should we should con- we should continue and we s- we'll see if I'm right. I
0: guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yes. Notable characters—the last thing here.
1: Yeah. So you said you met Sidon, which is great. I did. It's kind of fun to see all of those characters again. Yeah,
0: and find out what's. It's like at the end of like some of those movies. It's like, oh, where and, and, are they In now? the future, like he became yeah. the president or whatever. I know. Like,
1: I love. I love how everyone's grown up. Yeah, they, ha- they have.
0: some good. <laughs> grown up, glow so, up. Some good storylines about what. They're doing so, like Sidon. Like he has like a lot of new things happening in his life, but he's very he has mixed feelings about them, oh. which is interesting. And he's like feeling the burden of a lot more responsibility. Sure. So it is fun to to have them back. And like yeah. I wonder, like what new what new characters of the same importance will we find yeah. a, along the way?
1: You kind of see. You that. met
0: you met a very hot man in a. In a log cabin, or
1: uh, I was something. In, again, I was in Cacarico Village poking around, uh-huh. and the hottie, the husbando alert.
0: Is, is that a big Cry character? Alert.
1: Um, Who is that? It is somebody on the research team. So oh. you, you'll find out when you go to Kakariko okay. Village, like what is going on. In the I actually
0: haven't been there at all yet. Yeah,
1: you'll find out. It's, it's like it's it's actually really fun. Like yeah. it, again, it feels very connected uh-huh. to like the, the events of the main story, which is great. And this person is part of the the effort. I see. Um, but you also meet. Paya, who was in the previous game, the little girl. Right. um, And now she's like the chief. So it's like she has also grown up and taken these responsibilities. And she also is kind of, I think all of these people are sort of having this like thing where like, oh, I have these expectations now. And it's like, it's what happens when you grow up and become an adult. Like you have all these responsibilities. You know, it's exactly maybe what is happening to Sidon, what's happening to some of these characters that we've met in Breath of the Wild as, you know, almost like kids. And now they're adults with. Responsibilities. The internet things.
0: seems turned about Pura. Pura was trending over the weekend. I clicked on it and I said, "Oh, oh my god, my. Get, get me out of here!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a mistake.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty hot, don't you think? Mm. No, you yeah. don't, you're not a not a Pura. Not for me. That's fine. Pura Dan, okay. I understand it. She's in like heels for some reason, which is a weird fashion choice when you're tromping around. A, a world All right. that is in chaos yeah what, sure. what,
0: what are the big characters that you run into
1: um let's see I've run into and I went to the Rideau Village I ran into some yeah. characters there and um yeah I think it's it's really nice I think my, my biggest thing is like oh it's so great it's like the, it's like literally like a high school reunion where you're like oh let's let's what, what have you been up to yeah. you know like yeah. I, I I remember you um so like those moments have been have been really great and uh like I said some of the side quests are, are really nice as well like they kind of give you more insights into the characters and and it feels like it it feels very well done like yeah. it's really like they all have their backstories and it all feels connected to breath of the wild and what their life was then and what their expectations are now and, and you know i think it's, it's really it's really great
0: yeah so last big question of what you've been playing so far is the game meeting your expectations
1: I think yes, like my expectations were pretty managed, honestly, you know, and I definitely wasn't expecting to be as um, blown away as I was in Breath of the Wild. I think I I am sufficiently blown away, more so than I anticipated, but there's also parts of the game that have have been frustrating for me and um, have been hard and challenging and kind of, you know, Uh, annoying. Um, But overall, I think my expectations have definitely been met, but because they were pretty tempered.
0: Yeah. Remember my my prediction back in January was the game might be disappointing. Yeah. I don't feel disappointed. So I'm I'm glad to say that. Right. It's definitely like in the top 1% Of games I play, just in terms of of quality and how much fun I'm having it. It's 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 like where does it fall in that one percent? I don't know yet. I need I need to keep playing. And again, like the game is so big, and there's so much still to do that I have not experienced at Mm -hmm, all. That I that I want to. Yeah. So, like I I would love to join the the people saying like oh yes this is dethroned Breath of the Wild is my favorite game ever. Yeah. I can't say that yet.
1: I can't say that yet either. Those people probably played hundreds of hours already because they. Yeah, they, those are the people that are like probably I playing say, all day, every day. <laughs> a lot of
0: the people who reviewed the game, they said like the more they played it, like the more they loved it. it. They loved it, and and the more the brilliance of it became obvious to them. So I'm I'm excited to see if I experience that sort yeah, of curve. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because I think right now we're at the part of the learning where it's hard. Like you got to learn all of these new things. You're so you're such a like a little baby right now. Yeah. And you're just like stumbling through this world, like weak as can be. I, I think maybe there's a moment that happens or something that happens where you just know what to do. You like quickly can use all of your abilities really seamlessly. Like you, you feel um, smart, <laughs> and I, I think that's maybe where it the brilliance of it really becomes very evident. Right. But right now, I'm I'm so like. Wide-eyed and terrified that I I just can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: But it's absolutely one of those games where it's like, well, this is all I want to do with any moment of time that I
1: have. Oh yeah, it's it's so, it's perfect that um yeah I, I mean it's perfect for that because you can do you can do like some quick little things or you can dive in. Yeah. So, no, do you ever have this or like where
0: you're playing a game you know it's like really good but you don't necessarily have that same urge to just like spend every moment on it? Does yeah, that like Resident
1: Evil? Does that happen is that to you game for me?
0: Oh, I I, I felt that way. I felt the opposite about Resident Evil. I was like super pumped to go back to that game. Oh,
1: really? I was excited to go back to it, but I was also like, Resident Evil is one of those games where I'm like, it's a big challenge for me to go into this because I'm going to be scared and I'm going to be nervous. And I just need to like, like, gird my loins to go into this game. Well, I
0: thought we were off the Resident Evil talk after two months months straight. Two months straight. That's why it took me so long. Had to sneak one in.
1: That's why it took me so long. But this game, (laughs) like, there's moments where I'm like, Very relaxed. I don't have that problem, you know?
0: Before we get off of Tears of the Kingdom, we did ask our Patreon subscribers a simple question, which is, what has been your most memorable moment in the game so far? We got some great answers. Let's start with Twin Dragon 76 Probably diving into my first chasm. Seeing the light of the world slowly vanish and be replaced by an all-consuming darkness really stuck with me. It's kind of creepy and a nice tone shift from the rest of the game. Agreed. Is there going to be somebody who's just like... I don't I don't need I don't need lights. Like watch me just perfect run through the underground. No lights.
1: What? I bet that'll
0: happen at some point.
1: Oh my god, what who are these people?
0: Chad Templin says, realizing that all of the horses I registered at the stable in Breath of the Wild have been carried over to Tears of the Kingdom. I
1: checked immediately. My horses are there, people. This
0: was a very emotional moment for a lot of people. I'm so
1: excited to see my ponies. I, I don't care.
0: Don't like the horses in these games. Yeah, no, you don't. I, care. I, I found a wild horse and I and I got captured it. No, I captured it and then I just let it go because I was like, I'm not having a good time riding this horse.
1: Oh, I'm so glad my horses are back. I yeah. love, like the fancy horse, like the 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 one that was really hard to get.
0: The big horse. The big horse. Yeah. Oh, the big horse is cool. I like the big, horse, like the big cool. horse.
1: Yeah. His name is Tom Nook. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't lot, know why. I, I saw a, a lot of people animals. saying
0: like, "Oh, I, I got this this horse that I didn't remember." That was named after my pet who has since passed away. That happened. That's me. That's
1: also me. So
0: it's like, uh, that, yeah. that's, that's uh, a sad reminder. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's fun that that's been really resonating with people.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why you? Why you? Why you? <laughs> oh, it says, I was so used to always having a paraglider on <laughs> me that when I leapt off the starting Island, I aimed for a tower about halfway down. I realized I didn't have it and I was forced to accept my fate. I promptly plummeted to my death and laughed for a few minutes straight.
1: We all did it, guys. We've all plummeted to our death.
0: Well, you had it, okay? It's well, different. I'm so bad at it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sometimes I, I have to, like, die on purpose. Like, I accidentally fell off the Sky Island, and I was like, no, I, need, I haven't saved. I need to, like, die on purpose so I can get respawned up oh, there.
0: I have the paraglider, and I'm never giving it up again in my life. <laughs> Just hold grasp yeah. it tightly. I love, yeah, I need yeah, that paraglider. Wario Tush says, the biggest for me... Was the realization that by using the old map, they were able to do things they couldn't if they made a new one from scratch in a different location. Variations on it from ruins hitting the ground, caves, weather events, rerouted rivers, etc. have forced me to rethink how I navigate a map I've spent hundreds of hours in. It's a little overwhelming sometimes, but it's exciting to refamiliarize myself with a familiar but altered landscape.
1: So well said.
0: Yeah, you do have to re... Adjust your brain. Yes. Like, Oh, well, I've done this a million times, and, and now for the million and first, I'm doing it differently.
1: Yeah, and it looks different. Yeah. But also familiar at the same time. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a mind. Like, it kind of, you have to really wrap your head around it a little bit. Right,
0: right, it. right. And finally, switching it up, Underscore says, This game is incredible. The opening to Tears of the Kingdom was spine-tingling. I did this weird, ugly cry smile thing and will always be... Most memorable, but overall I love how this game doesn't have one answer to solve a problem. It makes me feel smart that I can use all the abilities to help me solve problems both in shrines and around the world. Building my first working flying machine after reaching the sky islands from the ground made me so proud.
1: Yes, the game has a great way of making you feel extremely smart but also extremely dumb in the in like a span of 30 seconds. So,
0: But see, that's so big for me who... Again, I struggle in those traditional dungeons because there's Only one, one, so, one there's one solution, and maybe the way my brain works doesn't always go to that mm-hmm. solution.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's like thank goodness. That's right. That, that just like real life, there are multiple ways to get through something.
1: Exactly. Now I'm glad that they 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 are able to allow you to do that because sometimes their way to solve it is very hard for you to come to that one yeah. specific conclusion. I found that in a lot of shrines too, yeah. like. The way you want me to solve this does not make sense to me. Right. Um, like, so that's I, don't fine. Know. I I think that's fine. Like that's the. Yeah,
0: you're not stuck to that.
1: Whoever designed it, that made sense to them, you know? So that's fine. But um, yeah, it's, it's so nice to have that as an option, which is why I think they don't have any sort of like hint system or yeah. something like that. Yeah. There's no way. Also, look it
0: up. No. Three hours later. No. That concludes our deep, 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 deep. How long has this been going? Oh, Ooh, like an hour or ah. more. Uh, conversation of Tears mm. of the Kingdom. We will be back with a lot more. Yes, we'll be playing this game for a long time. Yes, so don't worry. We did play two other games though <laughs> before uh, before it, 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 we had some, right some before, so we had yeah. some time for dabbling yes, before this game came out. I played a game. So did you? Um, the one I was playing, I don't know how to pronounce this. Called Apico Apico. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so. But it's basically, think of like um, an Animal Crossing type game or one of these more sort of like farm sim type games that is focused on beekeeping, Ooh. which, believe it or not, is a topic I'm interested in.
1: I think it's so cool.
0: Yeah. You should totally be I, kind of have, I have taken... Uh, An introductory beekeeping class. You
1: have bees on your house.
0: I know. I put on the whole suit. Yeah. I shot them with the smoke. The smoke. I moved them around. I harvested some honey. Honeycomb so
1: yummy too. Right. It's so good for you.
0: I love bees. We should all love bees. Bees do a lot of good for the environment. They do.
1: We should never let the bees go away. So this
0: is, so I was like, oh, wow, they made a game about beekeeping. Like, I want to play that. And I've I did not get to play this game very long because all they came out, but I really liked what I did play. It's it's pretty in-depth. So it's got again, it's got that sort of same like top-down look of an Animal Crossing. It's it's in a much more sort of like retro look though. And you go around the environment, you get stuff, there's beekeep, there's you know bee hives everywhere. You can put them into different, you can create different hives, there's different types of bees, so you can like create different hybrids. You can, Yeah, you you, you make a queen bee, and the queen bee makes a certain amount of of, of workers, which make a certain amount of honey.
1: Oh, it's very deep.
0: And you can, like, plant flowers around them to attract different types of bees. Do you
1: plant different flowers or different types of honey?
0: Yeah, you can. So it is a very deep game. That's awesome. Again, I played this game for, I think, two nights, and I was just, like, wrapping my head around all of it. But that's good, because, like... You know, I I think if if you're interested in this game, you're interested in in real life beekeeping, which is also pretty complicated. So, um,
1: you have a big backyard. You should get some.
0: Obviously, a very niche topic, but but really well done, and and very fun too. Um, It had a lot of personality. Like you talked to a lot of people, um, and they had a lot of fun things to say. And you're in this sort of big big open space, and you know you can you can explore it and go around. And so I, I I liked it a lot.
1: Awesome. I also played a little game um, before Breath of the... I'm oh, sorry. Tears of the Kingdom came out called Good Pizza, Great Pizza. Oh. It was... Uh, it's basically like a cooking sim kind of game. You, you start by opening your own like pizza shop across the street from another pizza shop. And this guy is like basically becoming... Will become your rival. And yeah, it's it's all about like... know like sort of like a time-based kind of thing like in the in a day how many pizzas can you serve everybody has very complicated orders and it's a challenge to like decipher what kind of pizza they want um and then you can upgrade your little pizza restaurant there's tons of different little like customizations you can also get like different toppings
0: oh
1: and it also has some very interesting like social commentary which i wasn't expecting like at the end of each day, they, they have, like, a, a newscast kind of come on. And, like, one of the storylines is that, like, homelessness is a problem in the city. And, like, you meet these people that can't pay you, and they ask for food because they're, like, homeless or, like, whatever. So, there's a, there's a very interesting layer of, like, social commentary in this, like, little pizza game. But it was really fun and really cute. Mm. And the animation style reminded me of the um, that show Bob's Burgers. Oh. So, very cute little game. Yeah, I liked it.
0: What is the strangest pizza you've eaten in real life?
1: This sounds strange but it actually tasted really good. Tuna and onion. Tuna fish and onion. Like canned tuna. Okay. Um, I could see that. Apparently that's a very like common pizza in Rome. Oh. Um, And my Italian friend was like, you should try this pizza and it's really good. I'm like, that's a weird combination. But I liked it. It was really good. You haven't
0: delved into Japanese pizzas.
1: Oh, I don't really like that. I'll be that. staying Pizzas away from those. Pizza.
0: Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, they
1: have some weirds. There's a lot of, like, mayo danger. That's pizza. why I'm staying yeah. away. <laughs> a lot of mayo danger for you. Yeah,
0: me. yeah. All right, that wraps up what we've been playing. Uh, before we get to the news, we want to say this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Thank Yay! you, HelloFresh. We love HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit.
1: I love HelloFresh. I just received my new HelloFresh order, which is very exciting for a busy week coming up. This week I went with, again, the pescatarian option.
0: You do love the pescatarian option. I do,
1: I really do love the pescatarian. The, the seafood that they have there is really good. And then I look at the packaging, it's like it's farm from like sustainable farm. Okay. It's like really high quality. Yeah. But they have tons of different options for you to choose from. Um, you know, you can, if you're a vegetarian, vegan, whatever, like they have all of those different kinds of meals for you. It's all pre-proportioned. But I have something that I'm making tonight. It's Spanish, um, uh pa- paella seafood oh, paella wow. with shrimp and it looks so good i'm so excited to make Well oh, that's that great because normally
0: paella takes like forever to make
1: yeah this one is, seems like it's a little bit faster so it's wow. good um but yeah the recipes are all like super interesting as well like i never would make paella on my own like, yeah. i'm not going to go out and get the ingredients yeah. to make paella um, so it's really nice They have that option with HelloFresh.
0: They also have a limited time uh, menu with some recipes for uh, May, which is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. So that's Yay! a really fun way to get in some my different pimples. different recipes uh, and celebrate that.
1: I did. Ha- I did get one of those in my in my HelloFresh uh, oh, really? as well. I got oh, a fantastic! From a chili bowl. Wow. Very delicious. That
0: sounds I'm wonderful. Ver- I'm very excited to eat that one as well. Yeah. Yes. So, go to HelloFresh.com slash 16 and use code kitcrista 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I repeat. Meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 16 and use code kitcrista 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit.
1: The URL is here and the promo code will be in the description box below as well. Yay!
0: Nice. All right, news time. Yes. Not as many news stories as we yes, had in the past, yes. that's fine. <clears throat> uh, Nintendo did put out its big financial update <clears throat> for the fiscal year.
1: Oh boy, the fiscal year. The
0: FY, as they call it. Yes,
1: we're on FY23.
0: Yeah. So some numbers are down. But it is sort of the reality of the console business where, you know, it's not going to go up forever. Yes. So they sold about 18 million switch systems in this last fiscal year. They now think for the current fiscal year that we're in, they think they will sell 15 million. They did say that that was perhaps a stretch, though. Yeah. Some weird expectation management there of like, this is the forecast, but we're probably not going to hit it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe just to prove that they're still working really hard to keep this Switch life cycle strong. Yeah. That could be like the message that they're trying to send. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. then
0: maybe you should announce some games. They have now <sighs> sold over 125 million Switch systems. Ooh, so wee. it's now uh, already in that third best-selling console of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. Way to go.
0: They said there, this was big, they said no new hardware this fiscal year. So people yeah. who are like, oh, the next Switch is coming out. Well, it's not coming out it's before not. April first.
1: That's right. That's which I
0: think is about where we we were predicting that last. Just
1: last week, we doesn't, were saying that
0: doesn't mean they won't. They can't announce it, but it will not be out. Yeah. Uh, until the end of, of that they're fiscal announcing
1: year. It either.
0: It's a long time. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not even June now. So that's nine months. Again, we'll better, better have some games.
1: We'll see. We this, shall see.
0: In the investor Q and A. Almost every question, did you read this? I did. Almost every question was yes. about the Mario movie. It was,
1: it which was. Which
0: I understand. of. It's like, hey. You well, just, they,
1: they made some big bucks you made there a ton for of those money. investors. So yeah. all,
0: all <laughs> of the money that was made from that will go into the current fiscal year. So it, it's not accounted for in yeah. the reporting. Their
1: profits in the, in the current fiscal year is going to be pretty good. That
0: they're doing here. They said they did see big. some boosts in sales of Mario games as a result of the mm-hmm. movie. They did not get into details of that, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. But... It did say that it expects the, the net profits to fall 20% in the next fiscal year. So that's a, bit,
1: that, yeah. that,
0: that's a bit concerning of like, oh, now you're getting money from the movie. Probably you're, now you're getting more parts. money from the theme park, but your profits are going down 20%. So that would be a much steeper decline on the game business if you didn't have this other stuff
1: to prop it up. Yeah, yeah. That's good thing they had the other stuff. The timing of it worked out really well because... Now that we're in sort of the end of the life cycle for a switch not as many games are coming out obviously um, to have something else to like offset that is actually quite you know good for them yeah um did you see that stat that like the americas lost the most
0: oh no i didn't see that
1: it was like in, it
0: dropped the most
1: yeah out of all the regions the the America region dropped like 14% or like 19%, but all the other regions Uh were a little bit higher.
0: Uh Uh-oh. uh and I
1: had had a little chuckle because I remember when we were um, at Nintendo, like there was some stiff competition between the regions, Mm -hmm. and it's always a little bit funny because... You know, it's, it's one global company. But the, the leaders of every region love to rub it in to the yeah. other leaders. And yeah. Maybe it was, like, a friendly competition. But it, it felt a little serious at times, too, where they were, like, we're, we're, we're the most, look at how much we sold in our region. We, and then, like, there was also those meetings that we had where people were, like, our leadership team would be like, we have to beat yeah. Europe. <laughs> it was very serious. You're like, oh, okay. Um, so I, I wonder how they're feeling over there if, if they're the region that lost the most money.
0: It was a good. It was always a good bargaining chip of like, hey, we need to do this thing or we need this resource because like, hey, we're the biggest, we're the region, biggest region. We're selling the most. Yeah. So give us the thing.
1: Yeah, that was that was a very good bargaining chip. Yeah. To get things that you wanted, but if they're not if they're not the the most profitable region and they're the biggest oh no
0: so they've done a great job to extend the switch life cycle to this point obviously we're getting close to the end yes i worry a little bit about how shaky this nine month or, or whatever it ends up being stretch could become yeah again a lot a lot relies on what they announce over the summer. Yep. of
1: and what comes out Is up? there actually yeah. a
0: software roadmap?
1: What's going on around the holiday time which is going to be a big yeah. that's like a big make or break moment and then again not to like hammer this point over and over again but then what happens the transition will right. be telling for for what's to come in the future. Um yeah, so yeah, well, we'll have to see, but it, it is like one of those things where you come down from a high of, of all these things, and you have to deal with what the future looks like. So
0: yeah, and I mean, yeah. it, I mean, they're still, I mean, they're still making a ton of money. Oh yeah, to, there's to be money fair. in the bank. Don't so, worry. So I mean, the, the way these financial things get broken down of like, oh, it's down one percent, and the stock crashed. Like people. Like the investing community is, is nuts. So
1: yes, yes. I
0: mean, if you want deeper analysis of this, like yeah. maybe you can ask your accountant or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not super equipped.
1: Yeah, but it. Nintendo is always a, a good little saver company. They have a lot right, of money in the right. bank, like like wild away. Yeah. You know, it's like a warrior, a oh, warrior gold mine down there. Yeah, so.
0: but yeah, this is going to be an interesting, you know, nine months to a year here. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we're entering probably a new, a new era soon. Yeah.
0: A new Game Freak game has been announced.
1: I saw this. And
0: this was unexpected. So they are partnering with Private Division, which do you know, did you know much about this?
1: I I saw the story. um, Did
0: you know about Private Division though?
1: That they're the parent company to Take Two?
0: Well, they are one of the publishing labels under Take Two. Oh, okay. And they're sort of... Take Two
1: is their parent company. Yes. I see, I see. And
0: they're sort of the indie label. Right. For Take Two.
1: Okay. What other games have they published?
0: Um, I saw that they had published the uh, hard copy Verdi of, version of Hades. Gotcha. They had they had a number of other ones that were like, oh yeah, that this is very much your it's niche. It's
1: like a, a very uh, prestigious indie title. Yeah, like yeah. really high
0: quality notable yeah. okay. indie games. So they have this new IP, they're calling it Project Bloom.
1: Yeah, the concept art is very there's, interesting. There's
0: one piece of concept art, which is this, it looks like a samurai, I guess? or Maybe. Some sort of... Ancient Japanese garbed person wandering through a forest. A
1: very um, sort of almost prehistoric looking or like, uh, I don't know, like a deep forest, I guess. Yeah.
0: Coming out fiscal year 2026. I don't know why you needed to announce this now. It's a long time from now.
1: It's a long time from now. I know. I saw that. I was like, why though? This is like one of those things where it's like, let's announce a game like six years before it comes out. Like, it's weird. I
0: mean, Game Freak, unless this is totally a new thing for Game Freak. They've made these these sort of side games before. None of them have been super big. Right. To the extent where you would need to like hype it and promote it for multiple years.
1: Yeah. I like this though for the reason that I love when Game Freak makes a non-Pokemon game. Absolutely. When they do that, the creativity is always off the charts. It's always something that is very unexpected. Um, and it's just great to see them stretch their wings a little bit from the Pokemon formula. You
0: this know? is why I would, like, anytime people get into the, oh, Game Freak sucks, Game Freak's lazy, but any time people go down that, it's like, no, like, do you know they do stuff like this, where, like, they, right. they give people opportunities to make these non-Pokemon games yeah. to stretch their wings and, and try something different.
1: Yeah, it, it's really hard when you're a development company that just gets locked into the same formula year after year, and you're on a schedule that's like... We need you to, like, make this game so we can make money. Right. That stinks. Like, who wants to be on that cycle, you know, all the time? Um, so I think it's awesome. Even though this game is coming out, like, never for, uh, for like, a long time or whatever. But, like, it, it's just fun to see them do something that's not Pokemon. Yeah.
0: I'll say, like, aside from Pocket Card Jockey, like, the games, these side games they've made haven't
1: always been the best.
0: So... Mm, I, I don't find myself like crazy hype for this. I'm definitely interested though. I
1: don't know it looks very um, this is one piece of concept art, but it looks very different yeah. than their typical thing. so very interested.
0: Last bit of news is uh, sadly, Nintendo Power Podcast is ending. They <gasps> oh. snuck that into the episode. So I had been wondering what was going on with this so they because had they' slowed been slowed
1: down. They've been right? on a
0: monthly schedule. And they had only put out one episode this year, which was their sort of 2023 preview.
1: Yeah.
0: And been months. And I thought, gosh, if they don't have an episode for Zelda, they they probably just quietly ended it. But they had a Zelda episode, but they said, like, this is our last sort of main episode. We may come back for future special episodes in the future, but there's nothing planned. So I was a little bit sad at this.
1: Yeah, you, you know, I don't know if people know, they might know by now, but you basically like started this, championed it for- Fought tooth and nail you and Reggie for months and months and months maybe even more than months to get this off the ground like this was like your thing that you like were really Pushing for when you headed up all the original content at Nintendo. So does it feel weird to see or are you sad that well, to see this ending? Or? The thing
0: that's that's disappointing about it is like, oh, you you know what's two things that aren't getting smaller in popularity? Nintendo and podcasts. So <laughs> why are you shutting down the official Nintendo podcast? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of those things though where it's it's not as easy as you might think. It's like oh, just just make a official podcast about Nintendo, and it's like, well, yeah,
1: there were so many challenges. There were a
0: lot of reasons why this couldn't be everything that it should have been.
1: Yeah,
0: which is unfortunate. Um, I'm still proud of you know what what the team did. I th- I still think it was a very solid podcast, but there were just some things like like oh yeah, the Nintendo podcast is going to have developer interviews on it. Nope.
1: Yeah. Well, there was one. Um,
0: well yeah, the first and last.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was Breath of the Wild a, related. <laughs> the very
0: first episode. You all should listen to that if you haven't. They have it's Mr Onuma and Mr. F- san Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. we recorded that right before Game Awards yeah, uh, twenty seventeen. Awesome. So that was the first and last, but yeah, I mean, of the like handful of times where I was about to like throw my hands in the air and say, I quit this job, like the podcast was I don't know if like four out of the five or I think so, yeah. it was it was a lot of them because we just had a lot of really like ridiculous yeah. issues and, and drama around this that did not need to exist.
1: The, the really unfortunate thing watching you go through the, that and and also we kind of went through it together with some of the other projects we were working on towards the end of our our time at Nintendo was that feeling that even though you were allowed to to launch it to do it, it never sort of was able to meet its true potential right. because of all the limitations that was put in front of you. Right. It's like after you fought for a year, they're like, "Fine, you can do this," yeah. but here are one hundred ways <laughs> that one hundred rules to um, to work under. Right. And so, at after it launched, it, it's still good, but you just you saw the potential and you knew. In your heart, that you can never get it there, and it pain—it's painful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's truly like painful to watch that, and sort of like a, almost like a, um, like a, like a handicapped version of the thing that you wanted right, to. Right, do. right, right. It's tough, but yeah, I'm really sad to see this end. It just feels like, you know, the era of. <laughs> nintendo minute and the the nintendo power podcast that era where people used to get a glimpse into the company where you are not just looking at a monolithic corporation you're seeing people you're seeing you know people that work there that are as excited as the community is about video games and want to talk about it want to you know connect with the community um Seeing all of that sort of go away is—it's a little sad. It's a little yeah, sad. yeah, it is. Yeah,
0: yeah this was—you know—we talked about this before. Like, you know, our already huge respect for Reggie like went like through the roof when we were getting this out because it was—it was, it oh was God, complicated, Reggie. and there were a lot of people who didn't get it. But, Reggie was go. I mean, Reggie is very forward-looking. He understands trends and like what is going to be big in the future. And he knew, like, oh yeah, podcasts are a major thing. We need to get on this. Mm-hmm. This is a very valuable communication tool for the company to yeah, have exactly and he saw that immediately and he was behind it you know full full-on and, and he, he was and he helped so
1: brave he helped to us just get over a lot up, of the up humps. to people right yeah
0: and then and then once he left that became much more challenging because we sort of lost our like executive champion. sponsor champion yeah,
1: yeah for champion yeah and then you left You were the other person that was really helping to champion that. Like, there were, oh my gosh, those emails that you used to get, like, unreal.
0: Shout out to Chris Slate, though, who hosted this. He was formerly the editor-in-chief of Nintendo Power Magazine. So it was so perfect. And he was the the perfect host for this.
1: I mean, he's our friend. We've been on multiple episodes. Our office neighbor. Office neighbor, the best Mario Maker person I've ever met in my entire life. The nicest guy awesome host and we had so much fun with our like end of the year every year end of the year we would have like the nintendo minute nintendo power podcast collab yeah with chris slate and it was my favorite it was my favorite time of the year it was so much fun and uh, i'm so glad we got to do that and and work with him and right yeah we'll we'll have those memories but uh i'm really sad i'm really sad to see it go
0: right so shout out to chris but uh yeah that was a bummer but let's move on to questions from the community. <laughs> I'm laughing at
1: this first this question. This first
0: one's a doozy. <laughs> comes from Frulia. Every question we get comes from our Patreon subscribers. Frulia wants to know, and there's a visual aid as well. <laughs> Apparently these are officially licensed Mario underwear from 2005 and 2006. <laughs> Can you confirm if this is true? And if so, what was Nintendo thinking? And the underwear says, there's two. One says, show me the princess. Gross. <gasps> The other one says, with picture of Mario I on scored it. with the princess with a picture of Mario <laughs> giving the, the peace sign. Uh,
1: by the way, these are boxers, in, in case you're curious. Yes. This is the type of... Underwear. Well, first
0: of all, it's absolutely true. And it's re- absolutely and these are real. real.
1: This is the era when Nintendo was trying to be edgy. This is that edgy era that we were in. No. I mean, It's this,
0: not? It is. No. This is like late GameCube Wii era.
1: GameCube was the edgy era.
0: There was an era that, that really only ended very recently, where this was Nintendo merchandise. Like it was awful. Like it was written by someone who had no clue what a video right. game was. They just licensed it like, out without like,
1: any sort of quality like control. Like
0: vaguely leaning, like off-color jokes, and just or or just like the most obvious thing like level yeah. up bro
1: or like the i'm a phone guy yeah. and it's like a o-
0: picture of game over bro like stuff like that yeah, yeah, like that's we true. we only recently got out of this right so i'm like yeah there were there was a lot of yeah this. but there, this was, was,
1: there was there was a there was an era where in the gamecube times where it was kind of edgy and i feel like this must have been around then where there is no quality control over the licensed merchandise and there was just people are left to their own devices to do whatever with but i
0: I remember going to like the Nintendo World Store in New York before they started doing their own in-house designs. And like again, this was like maybe 2015 or something. Just yeah. like, this stuff sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This is embarrassing.
1: It's a little we
0: need some. Better I don't know stuff. if it's better
1: now. It's definitely not, it doesn't have like a like a lame tagline on oh, it. Anymore. It's
0: a thousand percent better than this.
1: Well, it's better than having underpants yeah. that say I scored Show with the princess. princess. I scored with the princess. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Canceled. <laughs> Mario's gonna get me too, um, but uh, the other thing that's—I mean, right now it's like it's, it's swung the other way where the merchandise is like kind of like boring. Mm. Like every single Tears of the Kingdom thing it just has a logo. That's it. Literally, it's just a, a sweatshirt with a logo on it. It's like snooze. Cast. They didn't have some better stuff. That's all I saw.
0: Oh, I wasn't looking that closely. It's not great because you can't get it.
1: Well, they won't let unless you unless you're
0: going to New York. You can't get it, so I'm like, there's no point. You,
1: you—they you, won't. Japan will not let you put anything on a piece of merch anymore. That's what, what it is.
0: Who is Bowser Jr.'s mom, has the next question. Mario Strikers Battle League has apparently sold more than any individual Xenoblade Chronicles game. If you are Nintendo, what do you make of this information?
1: <laughs> if you are Nintendo. um, Well, I think Nintendo knows, and we knew at Nintendo that Xenoblade is quite a niche audience. You know, no matter what a Xenoblade character game is never going to be as popular as a game that has Mario as the front person. That just has universal wide appeal and recognition that sadly, as much as we all love Xenoblade 1000% more than Mario Strikers, um sadly if you're not like totally plugged into everything Nintendo and gaming, uh if you're your grandma at the at the target, you're probably gonna buy Mario strikers for a little Timmy and not Reno blade So I think that's that's the reality of the situation.
0: Just another proof point for them too of like these, you know, fan outrage moments mean nothing. basically nothing to them. It
1: means nothing.
0: <laughs> and almost It really means nothing. Basically every time that these have happened, the game has gone on to be quite successful. Yeah. Uh, you know whether it's like Pokemon, Pokemon with the national decks outrage, yeah,
1: or even this latest one with like the outrage yeah, around like, the, quality. the quality.
0: I mean, this is, this is not like a through the roof like sales, but I mean, this is a really nice selling game.
1: Yeah, when you when you put when you slap a Pikachu and a Mario on something, you you're pretty much guaranteed at this point right. to like make the money. You know, it's an, it's an unfortunate reality because if you're not careful, you can basically you know get lazy, right? And kind of rely on the power of the IP, which I don't think is what Nintendo is doing or what Pokemon is doing. But
0: you know, there's there's probably a lot of people who bought this game who were like, yeah, this is great. Like if you don't have the knowledge of the series- True. Which a lot of people don't.
1: Do they really think it's great when it's so hard to play though? Even if they're first time coming into it?
0: The difficulty you mean, or? Like
1: the control scheme and all that stuff. It was like really hard.
0: I don't know. Okay. But, I mean, if you don't have the, the history with the series or you're sort of just a more casual player, it's yeah. like, yeah, I just want to play some soccer, like, play a game, get in, get out. It's like, there's a lot of people that this is fine for. True. So, again, like, they know they have this, like, silent majority of people who aren't
1: Don't care. Who aren't on or message boards or fine. on Twitter yeah. who, like, right.
0: don't care and they're not going to be yeah. swayed yeah. by yeah. it.
1: Again, Power of Mario too, though. It, it counts for a lot.
0: CyberFox has a question. Hello there, Krista and Kit. I was gonna ask for your thoughts on the battle of the sequels, Jedi Survivor versus Tears of the Kingdom. As both Breath of the Wild and Jedi Fallen Order were highly anticipated and successful titles in their respective launch years, now both of their sequels are releasing in pretty close window to one another. Both previous titles brought in something a little new and interesting, and most importantly, fun to their franchises, but will their successors follow up with it? As of asking this question, Tears of the Kingdom has not released yet, has now, and Jedi Survivor is trying to push out patch updates, especially for PC players. By the end of the year, will these two still be around to be Game of the Year contenders? If so, which of them might have a stronger chance of winning? Or could they both just disappear and be forgotten about later? Feel free to save this question. If you choose to answer it, we are answering it right now. Whoa. What do you have to say to CyberFox?
1: Um, well, I have not played Fallen Order or Jedi Survivor, so I can only answer from the Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom side. Yeah, it it is kind of interesting how there is, there's always a game brave enough to go up against a Zelda game. (laughs) Before, it used to be Horizon, um, which I always feel bad for because that's a great game, and somehow no one's played that game because of Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, But uh, I, I do think people, a lot more people are playing, um, uh, Jedi Survivor, because they came out a, a, about a three weeks maybe. Before, I think there was a little bit
0: of a, of a bigger window. A little
1: bit of a window. Yeah, yeah. I still I stayed, you, away, from it, stayed though. away from it. You stayed away from it because you didn't want to start and not finish.
0: I was like, I'll probably get like three quarters of the way through and then have to put it down, which yeah, would be annoying. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that would annoy you. But that game has gotten such rave reviews. People seem to absolutely love Jedi Survivor, say that it's like a huge step up from Fallen Order, and there's been a lot of really positive things about Jedi Survivor. So. I, I, do th- think, I, think, I think the game is standing on its own, like, just fine. You
0: I know? think this game will be in the Game of the Year, Yeah. like, top five.
1: Yeah, for sure. I and think so. And then they obviously have the power of the, of the you know, the IP behind them as well, you know, with, with Star Wars. Um, yeah, and then Tears of the Kingdom, I think it's pretty much guaranteed for it to be nominated for Game of the Year. So yeah, yeah. I think we're good there. But, um, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see how all of this shakes out. I... I I'm so curious as to like what other games could potentially top Tears of the Kingdom given the amount of fandom and and high reviews and just the rave um positivity that people have been giving it now it's hard to not to imagine this game not making it into tears uh, into the game of the year nominations
0: yeah Maverick Nate asks, there are all sorts of video game-themed restaurants and cafes like the Toad Cafe at Universal and the Kirby Cafe, Pokemon Cafe, and Resident Evil Cafe in Japan. If you had the chance to pick the next video game-themed restaurant, which IP would you choose and what kinds of dishes would they have?
1: Animal Crossing! Oh. Immediately. Animal Crossing, how great. You could have like a real-life garden outside. You know, like those farm-to-table kind of restaurants that we have here in California? Uh-huh. You could do that where, like, you have, like, a garden or, like, a, like a nice, you know, herb herb garden or something like that or veg- vegetable garden. Uh-huh. You can have all of the recipes that you can cook in the Animal Crossing games, too. It would be so cute. And you can make, you can do the cute little, like, themed plates and you're like, this is an Isabel. Yeah, Isabel Bento. Isabel Bento. The
0: cooking didn't grab me in Animal Crossing.
1: I know, but you could use the, the, the things. I did have Restaurant Row in my Animal Crossing Island. That's so true. Very proud you of. did. So that that's cute too. You could do like a cute little. Animal crossing.
0: Just, not just cuz it's the hot thing now. The Zelda restaurant would be great. Here's how you do it. Oh, yeah. Here's how you do it. Listen up.
1: Okay. Man with a no, pot?
0: No. it's like a Mongolian barbecue thing. Where <laughs> you have all the ingredients. You make your own dish. Oh, make your own. Okay. And then just like that, it goes, you know, gets tossed it's a bit around. dubious. Yes, it could end up dubious, but it's on you if it is.
1: That's true.
0: Mongolian barbecue is
1: great. I love Mongolian barbecue. I'm so sad that Great Khans closed in the mall cuz that was like a
0: huh? go-to. Huh? Oh. Thing.
1: Great cons in the mall.
0: But isn't that a good idea? That's
1: a good idea. Yeah. I like it. I eat it's there. It's great. I would eat there. It's great. Make me, make me a a, a link stir fry anytime. Yes. Delicious.
0: Pikmin Sneeze Cov wants to know, I'd like to ask, what type of dress code did you have at Nintendo?
1: Uh there was no dress code. Like there was it wasn't like everyone wears suit um, or something like that. It was pretty casual at Nintendo of America. I think, like, usually it, it was, like, frowned upon to wear, like, flip-flops. Shorts. And shorts. There were some
0: things where it was yeah. like, mm, maybe don't do that.
1: There was a woman that got sent home because oh. her outfit was too revealing. <gasps> she no longer works at Nintendo, by the way. She left uh, shortly after her. <sighs> there.
0: Was it, it, did you see this outfit, and in your opinion, was it crossing some line?
1: Uh, I, I, I saw the outfit. I think... The, well,
0: i never saw it. it
1: it was in a big meet we had this big monday morning meeting for the marketing team it was a lot of people the outfit was a bit see-through what and you could see a lot of
0: no stuff.
1: yes were you not in that meeting then? i wasn't there why not i don't You're supposed know to go to that meeting i know it's really important for you to be in those meetings gosh anyways so that happened once um but otherwise they were pretty open <laughs> <laughs> with what you could wear, um, when we went to Japan, though, we would have to dress yes. up, yes, like a lot. So that was like, and then like there was like a, a conversation that I had with my 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 woman boss. When we were in Japan, she was like, do you think we need to get pantyhose to wear uh, for this, like, big meeting with, like, the president at the time? It was not Mr. Furukawa. It was somebody else. Um, and we had this, like, huge meeting, like, with him, and she was like, do you think we need to go out and buy pantyhose? I'm like, is this 1985?
0: What is happening? <laughs> like, she's like,
1: are you wearing a skirt? I'm like, yeah, I am. Do I, seriously, you think I need to go get pantyhose? Like, I've not ever worn pantyhose. Um, I did not get pantyhose. <laughs> so, anyways. There were occasionally
0: these like, vague, these like vaguely threatening emails sent of like, "Hey, we have visitors from NCL oh, visitors. coming. Yes,
1: yes, yes, the visitors. Please
0: take a moment to tidy up your, your work workspace <laughs>
1: and yourself. Yeah, and don't, dirty don't, little don't look
0: like a slob either. <laughs> d- <laughs> you
1: disgusting, dirty little person. Yeah, yeah clean up your coffee cups and yourself.
0: But yeah, most days it was just like whatever.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah it was very, very casual.
0: The Natrix asks, have either of you played Telltale's The Walking Dead? I've recently decided to replay the game and revisit the amazing and emotional narrative. While the gameplay and performance consistency are a bit lacking, the game totally makes up for it with its compelling story and original characters, comic book-esque art style and music. If you could pick a franchise for Telltale to make a game of that would be as good as The Walking Dead Season 1, what would you choose?
1: That was a great game. That was Clementine! Actually,
0: that was actually my game of the year. Whatever, yeah. whatever year that came out, that was my favorite that was game. I was a
1: broken person after playing yeah. that game. Literally a broken person. Um, I loved it. I I feel like they haven't been able to capture. I tried to play season two, and it wasn't great.
0: they made a lot more of these, and I just fell off. I fell off pretty much immediately.
1: Yeah, because I, the season one was so hard to top. Yeah, I was like,
0: like I've, I'm I'm good.
1: And and at that time, you and I were both reading the comments like religiously. That's been my,
0: honestly, that's been my experience with the Walking Dead overall. Is like I just completely fell off. It's like I've had enough of this.
1: Yeah, but the first like the, the initial Walking Dead fandom that we all yeah, had, yeah. watching the show, mm-hmm. playing the Telltale game, reading that, yeah. n- Massive comic book that was like yeah. a dictionary, basically. I think how many volumes <laughs> it did we have? Of that was a lot. But we were so deep into that. It was so it was so great at the time. Yeah, I oh gosh, another Telltale game.
0: I don't know. Is Telltale even still around? I don't know. Because I know they had a lot of problems. They were like taking on too many games. Yeah,
1: they did have a lot of problems. Like had
0: layoffs and they really lost their way. I actually don't know what the state of Telltale is right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think that was very, very compelling though. Like anything with a really good narrative I think could be if they did it like the same style as season one of Walking Dead, that would be really cool. You know, but.
0: Mario the Movie the Game? Oh, Mario. Interactive, narrative-driven, something or other.
1: <laughs> Whoa! This is where it gets dark. Like the Pedro Pascal version of Mario. No! Kart. No! Oh, no! it's, cute, <gasps> it's cute. Oh, cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> it's cute. Okay. It's no! Cute. I thought it was gonna be like, no. like the the dark version where you know. It is not. Yeah. Okay.
0: Tescoob asks, Hi Kit and Krista, job listings for Tears of the Kingdom went up in 2018 that implied Nintendo was open to hiring foreigners who aren't from Japan. Oh, my God. There are, but a, there are but a small handful of developers at NCL who aren't from Japan, including Breath of the Wild programmer Corey Bennell and Splatoon 2 designer Jordan Amaro. However, it seems with this latest release, they've opened up the doors for more. What do you think about this trend? Have you met any of the foreigner devs from MCL? Do you personally think these are special exceptions or perhaps a sign of more opportunities for foreigners?
1: We have met some of them.
0: It's a bigger group than you think. It is. Yeah, It's,
1: it's actually quite large. Yeah, we, when we
0: were there in 2019 last, we went out to dinner with somebody who was on the Zelda team.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And sort of really got nice, to hear yeah. their story of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do still need to know... Japanese. Yeah, you need it's, to be fluent. It's a it's a Japanese workplace and office yeah, yeah. still. But yeah, I think they are much more open to, and they want that sort of difference of opinion and, and perspective, yeah.
1: which That's is great, great. And, and
0: really valuable. And yeah, there's, they're not very vocal about it, but I mean, nobody at Nintendo is vocal about anything. So, right. you, so you don't understand
1: the The, 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 the scope. scope, yeah. I mean,
0: it's not like every other developer is, is out, yeah. from outside of Japan, but there, there's more than you think.
1: I, I think they're truly evaluating developers on their skill as developers so if you have the skills and that that's what they're looking for and that is the job that that they are hiring for i think anyone has a has a great shot right there's no like you know you're not going to be penalized for being a foreigner
0: this last question from ubuntu might be over some people's heads but i wanted to do it anyway okay Hello! I'm curious whether there were any particular workplace methodologies practiced in your division at Nintendo. For example, at college we've learned about things like Agile and Scrum. I get the sense that most of these ideas are really specific to engineering, so I'm guessing the answer is no. But I'd be interested to know, so I thought I'd ask. Based off the stories you've told about work, I'd be surprised if there even could be some sort of methodology or system for structuring the workflow, but that's why I'd be all the more interested if there actually was. Ironically, I think Agile is actually heavily inspired by management practices in Japanese yes. auto manufacturing. Thanks.
1: You'd be surprised to hear. Agile was used in the marketing side. It was terrible, by the way. None of us wanted to. And it was so,
0: that really was really
1: hard for people to pick up.
0: That was a major trend the last year. Like our last year to six months. Yeah. Was like, we need to update our methodologies, we need to start using these things to to get organized and, 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 you know, your your Ballywick in life is organization, to get the teams all onboarded on these. Yeah. But it it didn't happen. It
1: didn't happen. It crashed and burned. It was a horrible way to do it because none of us actually knew how to use Agile.
0: Nobody had the time to actually learn how to use these things. And like certain people like didn't want to make the jump. Like they're just like, I'll just do email until I die. Yes. Like, they could not...
1: They could not change wrap their, heads their ways around that.
0: So it crashed and burned.
1: Yeah, they wanted to use Agile, ironically, for a Nintendo Direct planning. Ha, ha, ha. Which was ridiculous because that was the most, like, intense, short time frame. Like, pedal to the metal. Just throw everything together as, as fast as possible because that's all the time that you have. And then they wanted someone... To teach them some like crazy new process and put it all into yeah. agile and do all this stuff and everyone just laughed in their face it was really funny actually
0: so it's one of those things where it's like yeah this a solution is like right there but there are just little reasons why it doesn't yeah happen right eventually it's gonna have to happen
1: because i mean there's no way it's just the... it took so long for nintendo to become like like just basic levels of office technology i think like this is a really hilarious story where when I started at Nintendo, we didn't even use like Microsoft Suite. We, we were not using Outlook. Uh. We were not using, you know, any sort of Microsoft products we were not using because some time ago, some exec was like, no, we can't support Microsoft Xbox. It's our competitor. So we're going to use Exchange as our email. What even is that? Exactly. It was.
0: <clears throat> you mean Lotus Notes?
1: It wasn't Lotus Notes; it was Exchange.
0: I used Lotus Notes at Konami. I had to use I, I used Outlook for people in America and Lotus Notes to talk people to in people Japan. in Japan. I
1: think some of the Japanese teams still uses Lotus Notes. Actually.
0: Come on! There
1: was like weirdly, I used Exchange in um, in college. Uh, that was our like email system for uh, like our our college. So I kind of knew it, but it was garbage. Um, Forget about like any sort of Google Suite because the, yeah. the security risk would not be tolerated even though the IT team has no idea what they're doing, but whatever. And every other big company every in the other world. Big use it. Use it. Yeah. Now we use, we you and I, like it. in our yeah. company here, it's great. we use Google Suite and I was like, my life is changed. <laughs> but like it's unbelievable. We didn't even use like any sort of work chat until like two years before yeah. we left Nintendo. Yeah. Then they discovered uh, workplace. No, not workplace, what's it called? Um Teams. Teams.
0: Yeah, Microsoft teams.
1: teams. Yeah, um, they use Teams and that was like an eye-opening experience because the old people, like the grandpas at work in our team <laughs> did not know how to use chat and would not like understand. They would basically write
0: an email They'll into, write into Teams. write an email into Dear Teams. Dear Krista,
1: <laughs> yeah. here's my memo. And then like, sometimes they would like chat, you're like, hi Krista. They, they would wait. And then I'm like, hi, Spit what, do you, it out. what do you want? And then they would like, th- <laughs> we call it three dotting. Yeah. And you get three dotted by somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and like 20 minutes would go by, and it's like, what, like what, what do you want?
0: <laughs> oh, Carol, take this down for me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a memorandum.
1: Note to self, um, no electronic calendar. I mean, I can go on. The, the, the systems when we were at Nintendo were like... Shambles. Unbelievable how we, this company functioned, honestly. Like, we're just like chipping emails into stone slabs <laughs> in like... Carrier pigeoning him to Redmond. It was unbelievable. Uh, Anyways. Glad to be in the 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 21st century now. Or whatever.
0: Thank you everybody who put in a question. Let's get on to thanking some superstars. Oh
1: boy, here we go. Yeah. Our beautiful superstars. Aaron Hash.
0: Ben Icorn.
1: Maru Mayhem.
0: Eigenverse.
1: Kiss my flapjack
0: Mike Chin.
1: Mr. Rogers. Roy Eshki. Switching it up.
0: Underscore. So on
1: The shark among men.
0: VGM life. Link, the hero of Wind. Angela Bycroft and her pig Molly.
1: Turbo charge nerd.
0: Thomas O'Rourke.
1: Kyle LaBeouf.
0: Christopher Lara. And Simon. Shout out to Angela Bycroft and Kyle LaBeouf who were in our Zelda collector's edition unboxing.
1: They, they filmed beautiful videos of their collector's edition for us. They and got shows. the stuff
0: we couldn't get. They went <laughs> buck wild and got everything.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I applaud them. I am so like happy that they're so happy. So it's, it's amazing. And we got to share it with, with them, that moment with them, which is great.
0: Do you want to do this speed run on the one, on one o'clock? Let's see how far we can get. Okay. With, before we have a slip up.
1: Okay, here we go. All right, Aaron Burgundy. Adam Nansley. Ajahn Mallory, Ali Alejandro, Ad- Alexander Pratt Andrew Yuhas Astro Dove. Badwin
0: Badman Horizon Blazin' Enthused Bookum Dana
1: Brad, episode 56 Brooke Obscura Brookey Kazuki Bruce Dash Chancellor Farrelly Oh, you messed up. <laughs> what? Ch- oh, Chelsea Chelsea Squirrel! Squirrel.
0: Alright, back to normal. Christopher Murray
1: Oh, Captain Alex C-Roper 17
0: Daniel Cold
1: Daniel Phillips.
0: Daniel Valencia. Dodson. Desert Colt 18. Dadesh. Dolce.
1: Dino Bunch.
0: Elite Peach. Aspart 50. Fart Priest 69. Furbound. Fernie and Jess Forever.
1: Fox Deploy.
0: Fred Rossi.
1: Frederick Uif. <laughs> Uif? Uif. Wolf. Wolf. Conradson. I'm so Garrett sorry. Garrett Holfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Ian Shea. Iris Marin. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando.
0: Jabroni Jones.
1: JDJ. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry92602.
0: Jesse Hernandez.
1: John Responte.
0: Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Colette, Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Gigi Fruit, Just Camtro.
1: Justin Leminger. Kawa2796. Keith Juan.
0: Kelpshake. Kevin Delane. Kilo Kibo. Chris Yu. Christopia Party with me.
1: Kyle Gary Berry Rookie.
0: Kyle Kretzer.
1: Kyler Nelson.
0: Linnell Stickman. Lima Lit.
1: Mad Dog 5981.
0: Marky Man 64.
1: Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Motomania.
0: Mr. Andy Pong.
1: MSN Poke Gamer,
0: Mr. Beans Undip. My Tran. Nasir.
1: Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Paul C. Pace.
0: Paul Gale Network.
1: Prime Factor.
0: Prince Charmless. Raver. Raintech.
1: Roy Chiron.
0: Ryuji Utsuho Oku'u.
1: Renee Rivers.
0: Rick Alvarado.
1: Ryof One.
0: RJ Kern.
1: Rob Osborne. Rocks. Ryanetta,
0: Sam Nealan,
1: Sharif Jackson, Shinryu, Slowbro, Shrews, Silly Ferret,
0: SJ Sharky777,
1: Spicy Munchkin,
0: Steel Citrone,
1: Tail the Link, Tefu, Terra Storm,
0: The T Man,
1: Thomas Alvarez,
0: Topher Schmofer,
1: Travis Torline. Troopage, Tugs Puppy Bear,
0: Tuscoob,
1: Twin Dragon76,
0: Tyler Geis.
1: Tyler and Tracy, Fesfes, Video Game Stupid,
0: Virtual Bot.
1: Wicked Davey,
0: Will Ernst,
1: Will Johnson, Zodiverf, Zellgoraz, Zapatty, and Zeroid. And oh, we do
0: okay. Next week. Next
1: week. It's like It's like training
0: for a real speedrun. you got to practice. We'll be one getting, leg at a time. We'll be getting through one this thing in at no time.
1: time. All right. Well, that was wonderful to have a fun, in-depth discussion about Tears of the Kingdom. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying the game and, and feeling some of the feelings that we're feeling. We, all the feelings.
0: We said before, wow, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode, but no. <laughs> not the case i need
1: to pee again so we need to go so don't forget to join us on (laughs) on patreon.com but
0: the small talk i want to make it stop it
1: kitten krista patreon.com but kitten krista that is your important takeaway um, what do you guys say?
0: Happy birthday to you! Oh, okay. That's my important takeaway. If you're watching on video on YouTube, you can go ahead and subscribe. Give this podcast a thumbs up and leave a comment. If you're listening on audio, you can also subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and a written comment. Thank you.
1: Thank you. And the socials. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook. Okay. We're going back to playing Tears of the Kingdom. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.